from the country inn and suites in Middleton, Wisconsin. We just had tornado sirens going off and all kinds of stuff, but that doesn't matter because we're here to podcast, damn it. It's me. I got no tornadoes. What's that? I got no tornadoes. Well, that's because you're in New Jersey. You're going to have like uh, like jet stream stuff. Okay. Like hurricanes and Godzilla and I think they're going to shoot Pacific Rim 2 there. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I could I could do that. I'm so, fine with that. <laughs> so that guy in New Jersey, that's Josh Langford. Hello. And uh, I'm Glenn. And like I said, I'm in a hotel room again this week. So if the audio or anything is really weird. Oh, well. Sorry. Yeah. I'll be in my apartment next week. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how's it going, Josh? Uh, okay. I haven't talked to you like at all. Not even like email this week. Yeah. It's been kind of a crazy yeah. week. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think for both been, of us. It's been a rough 2014. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I've got a couple days coming up. I'm going to be in Virginia. Oh, you're going to Virginia? What? To see your mom? No. Kicking back at the lake. Ah. You own a lake now? Oh, yes. Is that where all the Amazon money's been going? Yes. Damn it. Bought some swamp land in Virginia that turned out to be a nice lake. <laughs> swamp land no. in Virginia. <laughs> it's called Washington, D.C. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Did you buy the bridge going there, too? <laughs> yes. Of course. And the Brooklyn Bridge, too. Don't forget that one. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because for all you people who don't realize, Washington, D.C. literally was built on a swamp. Yep. Way back when. Yep. Which explains a lot. Just like Marshfield, according to Mark. <laughs> Even though it was actually named after a family named Marsh. I don't know about that. Yeah, looked it up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's the lake we go to every year, Lake Anna. Ah, cool. Uh, all my friends from college. I will be uh, packing and moving. Nice. Yeah. And thanks so much to uh, to Nico Kusanagi and also to Nine Volt. Uh, they volunteered to help unpack the truck when I get down here. And uh, suckers, Rock is well. I didn't even ask them. They volunteered, which was really nice of them. And Rock <laughs> is going to drive up and help me pack the truck. And Glenn's going to go. Wait, what happened to all those games I thought I had? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. Like, I'm really not bringing a lot of games yet. Uh, I'm being, bringing kind of the bare essentials in the truck. And then when I go home to pack everything else, I'm going to uh, kind of just pack up the stuff that I want to bring. But I'm going from a three-bedroom house, a big three-bedroom house, down to a one-bedroom apartment for now. Because I'm just getting, like, the bare essentials until I get my house on the market. And then uh, I'm going to start looking for a new house down here. So yeah. I purposely got a place that wouldn't be really, really comfortable. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, settle in or anything. <laughs> but... It's kind of funny. My my rent in this one bedroom apartment is about three hundred and fifty bucks more a month than my mortgage is where nice. I live now. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what so happens when you move from the sticks to the uh, the state capital. Yeah, but yeah, uh, this is the third week of me living out of a suitcase, and I'm kind of ready to stop doing that. But enough of our woes. We're going to talk about a few things this week. Uh, oh, I know what you're supposed to review this week. What? Uh, pixel Junk. 
Yeah, which I didn't get to play online. <laughs> I will play online this weekend. I, I will. Oh, that's awesome. If, if I have some kind of connectivity from yeah. uh, Virginia, uh-huh. which I should. I heard Virginia doesn't have the internet. Well, yeah, this is close to where that uh, earthquake started a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like literally. Was it caused by the earthquake? Or it's by a few the miles. Uh, it, it might, the internet might still be down because of that. Mm, if it was mm. ever there. Could be. No, it's out in the middle of nowhere, but the cabin, the house, I mean, it looks like a cabin, looks like a three story cabin. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's all, it looks all like log, you know, like Lincoln logs kind of, um, log, it's log. But it's it's wired up with it's got some nice wireless uh, and some nice wired internet nice. too. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be um, sweating my balls off, uh, packing the house up, getting stuff ready yeah. to go. Yeah, uh, I might. Uh, I could probably. I'm going to review. <laughs> I might probably could. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely going to review. <laughs> he says uh, that now. The Sly Cooper collection. For the Vita. Oh, there's a stretch. That's an easy one. <laughs> um, because yeah, there's no online. <laughs> oh yeah, and, yeah, there you and go. I've I've played played enough of all three of them so that I could give it a fair shake. I think. Cool. Well, we've got some news items: PlayStation Plus, uh, some the Order eighteen eighty six stuff. Uh, a response from Bungie, PlayStation Now news. What we're playing and watching. Uh, my review of the Inception DLC for Killzone Shadowfall, uh, which Dave actually wrote up on the website. It's not up yet, but it'll be up soon. Uh, you just heard what Josh is apparently reviewing tonight. <laughs> not sure. Until I get there and realize there's something I missed. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, some emails, and we'll go over some of the uh, PayPals. We missed one. So Wait, uh, did I say Sly Cooper? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I meant... Turbo okay. Super My My Little Ponies Collector's Edition. Yes. Yes. So yeah, hopefully we'll I'll, I'll wake up. I've just got my ass kicked. So yeah, I'm a beaten man. If this is what ma- being married feels like, I don't think I ever want to get married. I'm. I don't know. I'm a mess just because <laughs> of everything going on at work and and the heat, and I'm so ridiculously out of shape that. Just walking up the steps makes me tired. Yeah, fatty. <laughs> no, I... Where was it at MGC when you tried to run up those stairs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to run up the... But I was trying to run from the concourse level all the way up to the top of yeah, Miller Park. That was hilarious. And, yeah, I got about halfway up and I was just doubled over. <laughs> just sucking in. As much air as I could, just dying. Well, but I mean, when you're six months away from getting your AARP card, you should probably stop doing that crap. I'm just in such bad shape. I really need to turn this around somehow. Yeah, fatty. Yeah. I get to call somebody else fatty for a change. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I got a belly going here. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Well, you're a father now. I mean, why really even try anymore? Uh, I can't. It's, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Um, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> well, let's just get into. Listen, you uh, can't even breathe anymore. I know. <laughs> uh, let's just get into uh, new releases. Yeah, Kyle's unfinished 
yes. uh, mess uh, of a post right now, which <laughs> is in draft form, obviously, so he's not done with it. But uh, every banner in this post is murdered soul suspect. No, all but like three. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll just I'll just hit some of the ones that are coming out like now. Yeah, since we got a uh, and weird then next week. week. Yeah, since we kind of missed it, uh, we did mention Sniper Elite Three last week. Yep, which we do have for uh, review. We did not mention, I don't think, Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn, which we have for review. Yes, badass. Uh, I think we mentioned Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Actually, Edition. Actually, we didn't because this kind of came up out of nowhere all of a sudden. Ah, okay. Uh, this, I saw it at uh, GDC, and it is really cool. I mean, if you've played the game before, there might actually be enough there to uh, kind of warrant grabbing the DLC. I think it's uh, – I wish I would, I would have this written down, but I think you can get it as DLC for the first version of the game. But this is so you can play it on, like, the Xbox One and the PS4. And the Ooh. graphics were nice. It had, like, drop shadows now. And uh, so you're, you would always have, like, but, a real-time shadow in the background. But this says it's for PS3. Oh, wait. Well, it is coming out for PS4, so... Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Well, but this might be... I don't know. This might be where it's coming out for PS3 first and then PS4 later. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But I did see it. It was, it was pretty cool. The, they've rebalanced some of the things. So that stupid-ass uh, second-to-last boss fight with, I, don't, I can't remember his name, Jet Jaguar or whatever, uh, that was next to Impossible. They actually rebalanced that so you could actually beat him now. Uh, I remember emailing those guys. I'm like, this dude flat-out cheats. He just flat-out cheats. <laughs> uh, and I finally beat I That was one of those times where I actually had to put the controller down, stop playing the game, and walk away for like two hours because it was so infuriating. Uh, so I brought that up to him at GDC. He's like, no, 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 we fixed it. We, it's, it's, it's rebalanced. It's good. Because that was really my only complaint about the game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, it's cool, though. I mean, it, it really has, it has like, new areas and everything. And um, the graphics definitely pop even more than they did before, which I always thought the game looked great. But who knows? I, I don't know if it's PS3, PS4. I, I saw it on PS4. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, and next, uh, these are all for the week of July 1st and right. July 2nd, so right. now. Uh, Murdered Soul Sus... Oh, wait, that's wrong. That's the... <laughs> uh, Child of Light for the Vita. Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Call of Duty... This actually has the right banner. Call of Duty Ghosts Invasion DLC, I think thought we talked about this. I think we Maybe brought not. that up, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it always comes out know. later on, on PlayStation than it does on Xbox. So, yes. Yeah. And now next week, proper next week. Yeah. Uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. No, that's not. Oh, right. that's the banner. Uh, no, no. Mousecraft. Ah, uh, that's getting a lot of buzz. Getting a lot of buzz. PS3, PS4, and Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, One Piece Unlimited World Red. Whatever, oh, the gum One gum. Piece game. Yeah, that's uh, PlayStation 3 and Vita. Is the, did you see Ooh, that one? And Vita? I, that's the, I need to look back and see if that's the one that I actually saw there. Um, I didn't get. I didn't see the title mm, of okay. the one that I saw there. Um, and I only saw it briefly over somebody's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and those are the only two things coming out next week, apparently. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows if anything else is really coming out? We, 
Yeah. We're kind of playing it by ear because this post isn't done. Yeah. I think we're going to have to start giving him a, a date that it has to be done so we can actually do it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Jerk. Doling out freaking due dates and stuff now. Slacker. That's, that's how serious we're getting. We're getting Dude all doesn't serious do and stuff. anything seriously. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because he did everything. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, well, you want to do the first one? Or you want me to do the first one? I'll do the first Wait, one. I guess. What? There's a there's a first one. News. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even open that yet. The news. <laughs> do, 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 do. You should probably do the, do the first, first one. one since I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> so uh, we we we've got this posted up on psnation.com. Uh, this is the PlayStation Plus update for July for both Europe and North America. How about that? Wow. Both in the same post. So for PS4, uh, let's see. Well, another month of PlayStation Plus. Mixed bag of titles. We all get the same titles. Oh, so both both regions get basically the same titles apart from one PS Vita game. That's pretty cool. Okay. Of course, now we'll still hear, ah, why do they get it? That's a better game. Now, you know what's fun is like when these posts go up and they're they're on the PlayStation blog. Yeah. I love reading the comments there. Well, is it like every other PlayStation blog post where they don't even ask anything about what the post is about? No. No, they ask what the post's about. They they say that this is garbage, there's nothing there. Uh-huh. And it's uh, well, you read off the games first. <laughs> All right, so for PS4, one of our absolute <clears throat> favorites Towerfall Ascension. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. Just, that's a f- ridiculously fun game. It's so much fun. And then uh, Strider for PS4, which uh, I've been playing it. I, I like it. Like I said, I, I don't really think it needs the Strider name, but uh, it's a fun game. Yeah. Very, very fun. And that came out for PS3 and PS4. The PS4 one had a lot more effects. It's the same game uh, beyond that, but uh, the PS4 version has like a lot more Sparks effects and everything else. So it's kind of like an 80s music video. Or a recent vampire saga. Oh. no, it's that's got sparkles. No, that's sparkles. These are sparks I'm talking about. Sparkle, sparkle. Uh, they're very similar. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> so PS4, both regions, Towerfall, Ascension, Strider, very, very awesome. Uh, two very good games. Uh, PlayStation 3, uh, Dead Space 3, which a lot of people kind of thought was probably the weakest in the series, but uh, we've seen a lot of people really talking very well about the game, like that they really liked it. And those, So there's your survival horror with a lot of cinematic effects and everything. The other one I don't know much about, uh, it's called Vessel. I think we talked about that at one point, but I don't remember, I don't remember that. a damn thing about it. Let's see here, Vessel... I think we talked about it like two weeks ago. I had to look it up then, too. Oh, that's that liquid puzzle game. So you actually uh, move this liquid around. Oh, and yeah, and it does a bunch of different liquids. It's a beautiful game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. Oh, that's so that's right. cool. Yeah, so you get that for free. And then, uh, oh, so here's the only difference. So on PS Vita, Europe gets Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes. Those bastards. Those wankers. Uh, in the U.S., uh, we get Miramasa Rebirth, which <laughs> I'll, I'm a Batman fan, but I'll take that any day over Lego Batman 2. Uh, Miramasa Rebirth is fantastic. And then uh, both regions get Doki Doki Universe. So this is kind of a weird side-scrolling 
socially connected game that came out at launch on the PS4. Uh, and it's actually from the guy that was behind Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, uh, yes. Unfortunately, at launch, it was a broken mess. They've, they've fixed quite a bit of it now, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I haven't really played very much of it. <gasps> yeah. Um, Especially since I wasn't that big of a fan of Toe Jam and Earl. I love Toe Jam. I know. I remember back in the day when I told you about this game, I'm like, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. Oh, I don't like anything. I'm t- I'm Josh Lankford. And then I said yeah. it's from the guy that did Toe Jam and Earl. He went, oh. <laughs> I might have said that. Yeah. yeah. Or something to that effect. Let's go back to the tape. Okay. So that's all of them? Yeah. uh, So this is that new scheme where it's basically two games a month for all three platforms. uh, That's good. When they change things up. But I mean, cripes, these are are very good titles. Yes. Now, to the blog. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) the first. The first. Eight comments are all like, hey, this is great. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And then that's it. Shit. And then when will PS Plus users get some kind of compensation for already owning a game? I have Muramasa and Doki Doki already. And even a $5 voucher per title you already own would be okay. That's not how it works. <laughs> Jesus. I love people's entitlement. Uh. Uh, on PS3, PS4, three out of four games are low-end, cheap games. The fourth is pretty widely accepted as the worst game of the Dead Space franchise. Yeah. Oh, and goody, yet another horror, creepy-style shooter. So much for diversity, especially now that there's only half as many games. Oh. So you make this is the best. So oh, you make okay. plus mandatory for PS4 members. What? <laughs> well, it's mandatory if you want to play online. Well, if you want to play online, but sure. But it's not mandatory. Well, but the you thing don't is, have to have no, it. No, but he's so pissed off that he's forgetting to write things. He was probably shaking when he was typing this. <laughs> then the next year, you gut plus. Great way to mess over your Vita and PS3 owners. Gut plus. Yeah, they gutted it. Oh, so we're not getting free free games anymore? Uh, yeah, exactly. But see, that's the thing. You know, people... People get all pissed off if they already own the game. And that, you know. But I own the game most of the times. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. That's what Plus is. You know, you're not going to, they're not going to cater to you specifically. They're, they're putting out the games that they can put out, you know, the ones that they feel would be good, the ones that the publishers agree to put on Plus. I mean, they can't just pick a game, any game, and say, we're going to put that on. The publisher has to okay it. Well, it's not just that. Uh, so when it's a quote-unquote free game for PlayStation Plus, Sony basically makes a buyout. So yeah. they buy them out uh, at a certain amount of money, and that's probably coming from that $60 a year that we're paying for Plus. Yeah. So it, it's but still, the, the publisher can very easily say, no, we don't want to do that. Because yeah. we're, we're okay with the way we're making money. We don't want that. Yeah. Thank you. And, I mean, it's not just games that, you know, aren't really well-known or anything else. Because Towerfall Ascension is a very popular title. And uh, for them to throw that in there, I think, is a great idea. Because there are a lot of holds out, holdouts out there that, you know, they see the graphics or whatever else and think that it's going to be crap. And then you're going to find out, if you have any friends to play with locally, that it's probably one of the greatest multiplayer couch, yeah. you know, multiplayer games Ever invented. 
I just wish it had online because I do too. Oh, so I understand fun. why they didn't do it. I get it, but yes, yeah, you can still have that so dream. Much fun it would, but it is a fantastic game. And when you know, it, it sucks that I only get to play it a few times a year with with other people, like at MGC or if I go over to Mark's house or whatever else. But uh, those times we end up playing it for like six or eight hours straight. Yeah, and it it never gets old. It's so freaking awesome. And somebody actually just found the code. There's an Easter egg in the game that there's a code that unlocks everything, at least in the Steam version. I don't know if it works in the PlayStation version. And I haven't had a chance to try it yet. Because even the guy that made the game, he's like, whoa, how'd somebody find this? Because apparently it's a really weird code when you look at it. You're like, holy crap. How'd you figure that out? Hmm. Yeah. Great game, though. And Strider's good. Strider's actually a pretty long game. I haven't even finished it yet. I've been trying. So, yeah. I don't have a problem with those choices. Well, somebody says... I'm just skimming through the uh, the comments. Uh, somebody says, Towerfall Ascension is a snore fest of a game. I'm glad all the other offerings <laughs> are good, if not great. Said the guy that has no friends. Exactly. <laughs> you always know when somebody doesn't have any friends to play games with because it's a comment like that. Yes, that is a game that you need local friends to play with. Well, it's only co- local co or local multiplayer. So yeah. it's ridiculously fun when you have a couple people in the room and you're playing it. Yep. It really is. Yep. Um, it is fantastic. Yep. So, yeah, it's cool. I, I just, it blows me away that people get like all pissed off about free games. Um, well, it's not free. I pay sixty dollars a year. God damn it! Yeah. And the uh, funny thing is, the I think the cost of all those games that are coming out this month alone would have cost close to sixty dollars. Um, Tower Falls Nine, Strider I think is fifteen. Okay. Dead Space has got to be at least twenty right now. Uh, Puddle I think is ten or eight somewhere in that area. Vessel. Or Vessel, I mean. I say Puddle. That's a different game. Actually, yeah, these would be over. Because, like, Doki Doki, it's the full the full pack, isn't it? So that's, like, so, yeah. 20... I think that's 20-something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, And Muramasa Rebirth is probably 15 to 20 at least right now. I'm pretty sure On it's... Amazon or anywhere. Yep. So, yeah, that's over 60 bucks <laughs> right there. But I already own one of those games! <laughs> F you, Sony! <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to Microsoft. Well, you know, that's going to happen. But that's not the only thing you're paying for with PlayStation Plus. You're getting the... the uh, On the PS3, you're getting the automatic updates. You're yeah. getting the the free space to store your saves for PS3 and PS4. You know, you're getting other things out of it. Well, that's it's, the thing. I mean, you're getting the automated updates on PS4 as well. You're getting it on Vita. You're getting cloud storage separately on all three platforms, a gig each. Um, you're getting multiplayer on PS4. Uh, I mean, there's a lot that you get out of it. So, I don't know. Like I said, I, I was fine with Plus before they made it mandatory in the PS4 for multiplayer. So, it didn't bother me that much. Because I got, I got a ton of value yeah. out of it. Yeah. Except I own one of those games! <laughs> I already own Tower Fall Strider! Screw you, Sony! Well, actually, out of these, uh, I, think I think I did three that I don't own. 
I think I did buy Towerfall Ascension, even though, or maybe I didn't. Maybe uh, I, maybe I held back because uh, I was like, "It's ridiculous fun." I'm like, "Who am I gonna play with?" Those bastards better give me some money back, or like a five dollar so, coupon or something. So I don't think I bought that. I know I didn't buy Strider. I do have a copy of Dead Space Three around somewhere. Don't have Vessel. I have the special edition, like fancy schmancy Muramasa Rebirth, and I never opened it. So mm, there you now go. I can now you play get to that. Play <laughs> And Doki Doki, I don't remember if I got that or not. I thought you had it for review, didn't you? No. Oh, no, that's right. And he hated it. Yeah. It's a broken mess. (laughs) I'm sure half the review was in caps. Love you, Keith. I don't know if you saw, but Keith is having a problem with the music unlimited right now, too. I didn't even see the name, and I saw the capitalization. I was like, oh, Keith's having a problem. I looked up, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Keith likes capitals. Oh. And I'm not talking. <laughs> What's the capital? Of, <laughs> this capital of North Dakota is named after a German leader, Hitler. <laughs> Hitler, North Dakota. <laughs> oh. oh, that was one of the best Simpsons. <laughs> that was an early Simpsons. That was a really early one. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I love that. I just love that he yells that out. <laughs> and Lisa's like, or no, it was Marge. Was like Hitler, North Dakota. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Simpsons boy, what's the next news item? Uh, wait, there's news? I, I, oh, yeah, I just did this last well, the, night. Yeah. I put the links in. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, like, watery-eyed, falling asleep as I put the links in. I was having so many problems <laughs> with them for some <laughs> stupid reason. You know how long it took me to write up that Bloodborne thing? Like, three oh, hours. Gosh. Oh, and that was a pain, too. Why? I uh, f you. <laughs> no. Wait. I, I like. I like had somebody else look at it. I, I know. I go look it. at the. No, go look. Uh, go look f at the. You. It was just little things. I'm, I'm making you look good. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Actually, making I you spe- look good. I spent a lot of good time on that one. Day. I know, and and I it was good. I did research. I was watching Demon Souls videos. I was well, going to Wikipedia research. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing where I got in reverse. Oh shit. No, one of your things was misspelled. Actually, one was of it? the one of the places that you you were like, it's just like this, and I was oh like, the what? Tower of. What is but that? that? No, you know what. I got that from – it wasn't Wikipedia, but it was another article I was reading. And then that no. – because somebody had said it uh, when, I was, when I was in the session. And they said it, and I'm like, I wonder how you have to spell that. Because the city that um, Bloodborne <laughs> takes place in, I, I didn't know how to spell that either. And I actually emailed the producer, and I wasn't going to publish this until I found out. And he, he wrote back with the spelling. I was like, whoa, I was way off. <laughs> But I okay. went and found an article, and that's how that article – and it was like a Demon Souls article, like okay. from, a, from a site that would know this shit. And so that's maybe, not my fault. Maybe that's the only place on the internet that had it because I looked at that, and I was like, I don't even know what this is in reference to. So I started to type it in, and oh, I typed it. in like Demon Souls and Tower oh. of and, – and what came up – Sounds similar, but is spelled completely different. And it came up for like 50 oh, articles. This is me off. <laughs> I'm serious. Because so, I, uh, I was over yeah. my buddy Paul's this weekend and <laughs> he was outside like working on something. Or I was just sitting in, in his bar area on, on the couch, like nose to the grindstone on this write up because it's so difficult writing up something like this that has such a, a, a 
you know, a heritage behind it, and I just yeah. don't know it. Yeah. And but I knew what I'd seen, and and I'd watch people play these games, and I'm like, oh, I just I got to learn about this stuff. So I did. I, I actually started reading like all these Wikipedia articles and like these other articles, and I I read more for this than I probably read in my last year of college. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! That oh, that pisses me off. Yeah. Because I was I was like fact checking shit and everything like a real journalist. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, oh, the Tower of Latria. Yeah, no, that's what that's... that's what it says all over Google. No, I, it wasn't major changes, but I found a couple of little things that, uh, that, that you. But I, I think that one's wrong. It might be, but that's I could not. What you wrote in, I couldn't find anywhere on Google. It didn't exist. What you wrote, but what what you wrote out and what that says, if somebody's saying it. You know, in a room yeah. quickly, they could sound like I could see how the one sounds like the other. But that's the that's thing why like- I went with it. That's why I went. This is probably what he meant. <sighs> that's what I went with because I couldn't find that one. But I found a lot of Great. references. I'm going to have to like, go other. listen to it later on because <laughs> the city that it all takes place in now it's called Yarnum. So of course I'm yeah. like Yarnum, Y A R N U M, and then and then I emailed Spasa, who's been on this podcast before. He's a great friend of ours. Uh, emailed him and I'm like, how the hell do you spell this? I just want to make sure because I actually saw some other write ups on Bloodborne and they had mm-hmm. it spelled the way I thought it was, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure, so I emailed him like, hey, and then he told me what I was I'm like. What the fuck? <laughs> I go, where's the sign of Batman signal? I mean, yeah, it, yeah. All right. Damn it. Okay. Right. So good job catching it. Reviews editor and stuff. That's Damn it. that's why I do it. I'm serious. In, I'm going like, to go listen to that asleep. audio when we're done tonight. Cause I swear to God, it, it, what I had, I, I actually researched it and everything. Yeah. And Damn it. It, it's possible. But like I said, I looked for it cause I didn't even know what you were referencing. I took a guess mm. and I started to type it into Google looking for it. So upset. And, that didn't come up, but the other one came up in spades. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Damn this man. is probably what he means. Okay. So anyway, uh, I put a write-up on the website, so go check it out. <laughs> uh, my impressions of Bloodborne on the PS4 from behind closed doors. Uh, there's some real screenshots there, not just shots from the trailer. Uh, the trailer from E3 is up there and uh, you know some other screenshots. And stuff. Oh, yeah, with the screenshots. I, we're having what? problems with it. Oh, Word the first one was messed up. I, I realized that I screwed up the first so, one, but the rest of them should no. be fine. Well, what I was going to say is they look weird on the site, but if you click on them, they come in in full resolution. Like they look blurry and they look a little weird because WordPress is like freaking out right now. Since one of the recent updates, it's been freaking out with screenshots and stuff. We used to be able to like – well, it's funny. The first screenshot looks fine because I actually resized the whole picture. Mm-hmm. But then from then on, I was just putting in the size on the thumbnail yeah. manually because we used to be able to automate it on WordPress and say, like, we want it to be this. And all of a sudden they changed everything and it doesn't work anymore. And yeah, this, this nobody cares it, about the ship, by the way. It might actually work. Well, no, you know what? No, but it, you know what this, I was doing? I was actually going in and I was leaving everything the same. Yeah. And just changing the. I was changing it in the code. Yeah. 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 I've done that in the past. Um, but. In the past, it worked. <laughs> no, no. I think I know what the problem was, though. Because it gives um, you four presets, and I was choosing medium instead of large. And I have mm, a feeling it knocked it down to medium, and then I up-converted it to the higher resolution. Yeah. That's which, the problem. That's probably why. Um, yeah, so 
I I think it probably wow. still works in some way. But everybody's hearing a PS Nation website meeting. This is just I know. amazing. But I'm sure that there are some people that are like, this is riveting. There's <laughs> like, for, so for those three people, enjoy. Yeah, you, you people um, would not believe how much bullshit we got to deal with with WordPress. It's great, seriously, because it it, it it is great. I mean, it's great for our writers, and it's great for you know Josh and I both because a lot of us really aren't that technical, like with writing code and everything. So it's a great tool for that. But they freaking upgrade stuff, and they automatically upgrade it sometimes, and then every plugin we have breaks. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like our podcasting won't work, or our image gallery thing won't work, or uh, the auto poster is just totally screwing up. So we have this really great tool that uh, when we put a post up on the website, it automatically posts it to Twitter and to our Facebook page and our Facebook group, and it used to work swimmingly. And then now it doesn't put the metadata in correctly, and it doesn't put the banner in sometimes. And and it's supposed to be able to auto post to Google Plus. Well, that just doesn't work at all because Google uh, has broken their authentication <laughs> schema completely. So I can't even get it working on Google. But, Isn't this fun? Uh, geez, I do this for for a job. Why do I want to do this? <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> what the hell? That's anyway, the thing. Uh, all right. So I'm um, sorry. I cut you off. So yeah, I honestly I think that the. The picture stuff does work. It's just they change the way it works. And I haven't had the time to really sit and look at it and see what it's doing. I don't know because I dicked around with it a lot and I couldn't get it to work using their tools. I'll I'll try it at some point when I get a chance All because right. I really think there is a way that it uh, – because I can't believe that they, they completely broke it like that and there hasn't been a major uproar. Um, well, I think what I – like I said, what I need to do is – and I may, maybe I'll just go in and, and change these again, but – with the four presets, maybe I'll just leave the preset at full, and then I'll just go in and change the code to make sure that the thumbnail posts at the right resolution. Yeah. And I think then it'll look all right. And that's the thing. I just wanted to warn people because when I was looking at it, when I when I did a preview of it and I was looking at the pictures, I'm like, those look like yeah. crap. What the? And then I clicked on one. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, if, if okay. you <laughs> see what I did is I actually did some processing on the photos for that, and they're all true 1080p. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you click on the picture, like put your browser full screen and click on the picture and you get a full 1080 screenshot. The game yeah. is gorgeous. It's so funny. Like yeah, this developer is. is not really known for their graphics. They're more known about, you know, the gameplay and everything else. And I put it right in the article, like when they first, cause when we started the session, it was almost like a, a PowerPoint slideshow, you know, and, and we have a woman there translating for Miyazaki son because he doesn't speak english really at all and uh all of a sudden they switch the input on the on the monitor and it pops up and there's your character and this is 19th century like victorian era and he's standing there in almost like this old west overcoat you know with like with the flap in the middle of it at the back Mm -hmm. and he's just standing there and this fog is like rolling in over his feet and it's all volumetric fog and the clouds are volumetric so all of a sudden the cloud, the light from the or the light from the moon is hitting the clouds and it's actually refla- refracting through the way it should. And I, my jaw just hit the floor and all of a sudden Subas is over in the corner with the, the PR guys and I could see him. He's like pointing right at me. He's like, look, 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 because <laughs> I was like, holy crap, because I, I didn't expect it. I mean, just from Demon Souls and Dark Souls, they always look good, but they never look just amazing, you know? Yeah. And this just blew my mind. I was very very impressed like fire looked great you know like i remember vividly like uh one of the enemies kind of reached out with this torch and lit you on fire 
the player on fire. I was like, holy shit, that was cool. <laughs> so, and it's funny, like, I think somebody made a comment on, I don't know, if it was, I think it was on Twitter saying, oh, is Glenn going to re- review this? No, no. I would never do that game justice. We'll, we'll get somebody on our staff that likes these games and we'll make sure it gets the proper uh, playthrough. Because if I did it, I would just be like, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> but I love watching people play them. So anyway, what were we talking about? We're talking about gorgeous games yeah. called The Order 18, 18, 1886. Yeah. I always do that, 1866. <laughs> 1886. Damn them and their numbers. Stupid numbers. Ain't no mathematician. Hey, stupid dates. I blame uh, uh, daylight savings time. So, so lousy smarch weather. Uh, <laughs> the Order 1886. There's collectors and premium editions coming, and UK is getting it right up the butt. Damn you! <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know so. they they had to uh, get some kind of a uh, a consolation prize for getting knocked out of the World Cup right away. Oh, did I just say that? Ouch! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so. For roughly <laughs> roughly one hundred thirty four dollars US, ah. which is seventy nine ninety nine pounds pounds sterling, mm-hmm. British pounds sterling, sterling. Yes, uh, they get the game. God damn! I really want this. A replica knight's vile pendant. Yeah, the vial with the black water. Arms. Yeah, it's yeah. A woven coat of arms, patches for a couple people. He's a bow and Galahad. Symbol stickers, artwork postcards. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You went right past the stickers? Come on, man. It's stickers. Digital content. Okay? All right. So now the U.S. Collector's Edition for seventy nine ninety nine gets a steelbook case with the game. Oh, Seven-inch Galahad under fire statue. The coat of arms stickers. uh, The DLC. The soundtrack with bonus tracks. And behind-the-scenes footage. Okay. Now, yeah. See? No, but the... the the premium. Oh, yes. Now the premium edition for one forty nine ninety nine. I'm totally buying this. Not much more than the UK version. That's true, but well. uh, it has the steel book, the DLC, the soundtrack, the behind the scenes, the stickers. It also has a 22 page art book with a hidden compartment, which is badass. That has a Blackwater vial with chain. And it has a 13-inch Endless Duel statue. Dude! And a collector's box, a fancy-schmancy box that it comes in. And that's Galahad fighting one of the lichens. Yeah. So he's on the ground with a gun pointed up, and the lichen is kind of swiping at him. Dude, I'm buying this. It's pretty impressive. That is cool. I didn't get the chance to look at this. I saw the pose go up, and I uh, I didn't have a chance to Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in these, uh, Josh has, has taken it upon himself to put the uh, Amazon links right on the post. So if you want to go uh, buy that off Amazon, you know, maybe help us out a little bit with uh, a little something-something there. Uh, the direct <coughs> Amazon links for both UK and for the U.S. are on that post on psnation.com. Good job, Yeah, I'm Josh. sorry I put that up there, UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you could order the U.S. ones and get them shipped over, probably. No, you got the U.K. one on there. 
I know, and I'm I'm apologizing that I got the UK one on over there. Oh, don't we need the cash. because they get some stickers and stuff. We do get some, well, we get stickers. <laughs> yeah, but that's all they get is like some stickers and oh, stuff. Yeah, but still, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Cool. Damn it. Yeah, I'm really excited for that game. I it's it's funny when you hear some people kind of ragging on it, but. Um, what we got to see and, and actually got to play it, uh, it's going to be great. I, I, it's, it, but it's totally my wheelhouse, like what they're doing with it, where they're kind of retelling things like, like Arthurian legend, you know, and, and a lot of the characters are from that, uh, from that, that lore. And, um, yeah, it, it's uh, the demo I got to see was really cool. We, we got to go and they demoed it for us and people from ready at dawn. And then, uh, later on when we were up at our Sony appointment, uh, our friend Ariel Angelotti, she's actually a producer on the game, and she was up there and, and uh, shooed a couple of other people away so I could play it. So it was pretty cool. And I had a blast with it. I I think it's going to be great. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. But that lichen stuff is really badass. It's creepy as hell. And the fact that you could actually see, because I was always worried when I was watching it, like, oh, it doesn't really matter if you're just shooting them because it's just going to kick you into a, a cutscene at some point. And then they showed, oh, no, that's not true. Like, if you didn't shoot the Leica when he was walking toward you and that where he was, like, throwing these lockers and everything, if you didn't shoot him, he would actually just go right in and kill you. So you shooting him is slowing him down enough so that you can get farther back and behind cover and that sort of thing. So that kind of... It was quite the relief when I saw that. It's going to be so cool. Anyway. All right. On to the next one. So a lot of people uh, that had access to the Bungie, uh, or actually the Destiny Alpha, uh, were complaining up and down about um, the voice work in it from our, our one of our favorite people, Peter Dinklage. Uh, uh, alpha. Yeah, it's an alpha, folks. <laughs> and also, like, all these rumors came out that the game was going to have a $500 million budget. <laughs> I just love that one. Uh, because Bobby Kotick uh, last Dude. month described it as a $500 million bet. Why would anybody listen to Bobby Kotick, anyway? <sighs> yeah, but anyway, so uh, the the people at Bungie came out and, and kind of talked about it and basically said uh, that... I'm trying to find the quote here, uh, but they basically they said, said what it, I heard. They said it's nowhere near 500 million, well, which they, to me means that it was it's closer to like 800 million. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's going to hit a billion, honestly, <laughs> which means we're going to be paying for every little piece of DLC ever. Come on, let's call this the Alarmist Podcast. We should just change the name <laughs> and just we should just reinforce all these rumors all the time. Free Ooh, people yeah. out even more, huh? Actually, that's more fun, isn't it? That gets more hits. Oh, like how bad the screen tearing is going to be in the Order 1886. And yeah. Because, you know, they showed us pre-alpha, but it's got to be the, the, the final indication of what it's going to look like. <laughs> uh, they said that the, uh, the voice work from Peter Dinklage has already been updated in the beta that's coming out in July. Um, and that they'll also be updated again for launch. So chill the F out, yo, alpha. Just saying. Yeah. So what else can we come up with? I'm trying to think of what, what uh, else is coming. Well, oh. Well, uh, here's the next one. Okay. This is what we can come up with. All right. 
the PlayStation Now beta. Mm-hmm. And the money! Money! <laughs> Actually, this is something that we didn't, in our rational discussion of it and explanations of it, this is something that we didn't even touch upon. That that low-end price, which seemed crazy for like five hours or whatever it was. Like, yeah. why would you even do that when you could just buy the game, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're one of these people that only has a Sony TV and doesn't actually have a Sony console or handheld. Yeah. This is the only way you can play the game. So that five hour rental actually starts to make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe not to somebody who can just buy the game, but for somebody who can only play it streaming, maybe they only want it for a couple hours just because friends are over. By the way, uh, I felt bad, but at the same time I laughed about this. Somebody either tweeted or emailed or Facebooked, whatever us, uh, after our discussion about this last week, and they said that they had rented a game and paid for it in the in the beta, mm-hmm. they rented it for let's just say five hours. I don't remember what the duration was, or oh, I think it was like seven days. And they came back the next day, and the game was pulled from now, so they couldn't play it for the seven days they rented it for. Wait, they didn't even start it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think they played it the first time. And then when they went to back to play it more, it was gone. It had been yanked off the list. Was uh, that had to be PS3 because PS4? It might have been. I still have Dead Island, and that's off the list. Well, I that I'm just telling you what they said because I I saw it. And okay. I'm like, why would you pay for a week if you know it's a pay? Uh, forget it. Yeah, I give up. Yeah. So all right. So what we were getting at here is the the beta is expanding to select Sony TVs. Well, it already did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, today. Yes, June 30th. Yeah. Uh, Monday, June 30th. So uh, it's some of the 4K models, which we all have, obviously, you know, <laughs> uh, and select 1080p sets. Well, you know, um, now that I'm a manager, I'm obviously going to have to have an 8K set that's super curved that actually just wraps around my head and I actually have to – uh, when I want to watch the TV, I actually have to slide my head from the bottom up into it. That's a nice one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Because, you know, I'm a manager now. Yeah. <laughs> so so I've lost all my skills. If you're in the continental U.S. and you have one of these TVs, you'll be able to uh, pay the beta prices and try out some games on your TV. Indeed. You need a dual shock, obviously, uh, attached with a USB cable. And, uh, the, I don't know if I want to go down the whole, li- well, I'll just read them. The XBR, uh, these first three are the XBR series, uh, X nine, five, zero B X 900 B X 800 B. Nice. Uh, the next bunch are KDLs, KDL uh, W950B, W850B, W800B, Yahtzee, W700B, Uno. W600B. You sank my battleship. So I'm, I'm expecting people are, are like pause, rewind, and they're running behind their TV <laughs> and they're TV. like, I win! <laughs> Victory! <laughs> Victory is mine! Uh... Yeah, so if you have one of those TVs or in those series of TVs, then PlayStation Now. You could try out the PlayStation Now. I I wish I had one of these because I would actually like to see 
how it looks and how it works yeah. without an actual PlayStation console <laughs> involved just straight through the TV. I know it's going to be identical, but it would just be freaky to see it on a TV with <laughs> well, nothing else hooked up to it. Yes you know? and no. I mean, you know, a bunch of the Sony TVs had the XBR from the PS3 on it already, so uh, it wouldn't look that much different, I don't think, because I think they're going to be kind of using the XB- XBR and then the... Uh, or X, wait, is it XBR? XMB? XMB, Jesus. No, but I'm, oh, I'm. I need an app. Yeah, I'm not talking about XMB. I'm just talking about the way it plays oh. and, and just oh, yeah. seeing it pop up on your screen when it's on a TV that doesn't have a PlayStation within a mile of it. You know? Yeah. yeah. It would be kind of freaky to Pretty see. Pretty cool, that. though. Yeah. I'm hearing thunder again. Oh, no. My God. Like, the last few days around here is. It's like the apocalypse is happening. Where all my well, pockies at? It's because you're there. Oh, mm. oh, look, we got some. Oh, Mark actually just retweeted a guy saying, "I see the PlayStation is continuing continuing to ignore the Vita even exists, even though the PlayStation TV is coming out." Yes, they're ignoring it. Well, with yeah, forty some games that they showed at E3. <laughs> That's why um, everybody is tweeting us saying, "I just got the sixty-four gig card because I ran out of space." Exactly. Totally ignoring the Vita. Yep. Yeah. I don't, like, get a new game on my Vita every week or anything. Yep. Vita TV doesn't exist. Nope. Not happening, people. Nope. No. Never going to happen. And, of course, Savory Kate has to uh, retweet it because he has to troll everybody. Yes. Good job, Mark. It's his favorite I thing. I swear he did it with a big smile on his face. I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark. Yeah. Well, his freedom's over anyway. There's second kids in the way any day now. <laughs> Sucker. Oh, and they had a big uh, leak in their house when there were some storms that came through. Yeah, I saw the And like a bunch of, of Sega Saturn games got drenched. Yeah. Which to me, I just couldn't stop laughing because that's like <laughs> his pride and joy is his Saturn games. Oh, it's rough. Well, yeah, he dried all the manuals and everything, but it's not like it's cartridges, so... But yeah. still. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. That's all I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, what we're playing. I guess I'll start this one. I didn't really play a lot. I just haven't had time. Um, played some more Killzone Shadowfall Inception, the new D- uh, co-op DLC. Obviously, I'll be talking about that after the break. Played a bunch of the Battlefield Hardline beta just because it was ending last Thursday and I wanted to, you know, play as much as I could. Uh, we got pretty good at it. I actually had a run for a while on one day where I was just kicking some major ass. Uh, I, again, it, it's one of those games where if you're playing with, with people that you know and you're playing with people that you can communicate with, you can be insanely effective. Uh, it, it, it can be a really fun game, so... Still a little bit on the fence to see kind of what the full game is going to become. And also, if it's a broken mess when it comes out, like BF4, even though they said they'll never happen again. Never happen, folks. Buy premium. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it and can't wait to play some more of it. They said the next beta will be on all platforms, and I think that comes out in September, I want to say. So everybody will also be able to play it as well. And then I downloaded Entwined on my uh, Vita. Or on my PS4, but I haven't played it yet. But I did play download a game. All right, good yeah, job. Yeah, wait yeah. on your on your Vita. I didn't think it's no, no, no. Vita. PS4. I said. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And then also somebody asked about the War Thunder squad. Uh, I apologize. I just have not looked at it lately. We were having some major problems with it, and I was actually working with Gaijin, and uh, they were going to fix it, and I haven't checked to see if they fixed it yet or not. Because basically I started the squad. I paid a lot of in-game currency for it. Uh, and uh, it was working fine, and all of a sudden one day it said, you don't belong to a squad. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I started it. So they were supposed to fix that, but I haven't, I haven't looked. So when we're done tonight with recording, I've got my PS4 here in the hotel room. I'm going to hook it up and, and uh, check that out. Also, I have been trying to talk to SciTech, uh, who's Mad Cats, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've been talking to them about trying to get a SciTech X52 uh, flight system, so it's a, a throttle and a joystick, and uh, get that for review so we can check that out. But apparently, it's one of the better ones for War Thunder. The mapping works really well, and it's, uh, it makes the game a lot more fun. So I'm also going to be posting something, hopefully this week, with a full list of keyboard and mouse controls. So you can actually play this game with full keyboard and mouse support on the PS4, uh, but you cannot remap anything. So you have to fly. You, have, you can fly with a mouse. You can use the keyboard for everything, and it actually works really well. So, uh, I've gone through a few different uh, facts, and I've gone through some other forms and everything, and I've compiled quite a list. I just need some time to take care of that, but moving has gotten in the way. And then watched. So I got to talk about this. So there's a movie. Ridley Scott directed it. Uh, Jason, our, our old writer, Jason. Uh, wrote this really crazy review about it and uh it was up on like hbo or showtime the other night when i was staying with my buddy paul and we're like we should watch this so it's called the counselor uh so this is uh zafas benda it's cameron fucking diaz uh oh god i don't know why she gets jobs she's such a bad actress it was so great back in the day when she was in the mask where she just kept her mouth shut uh, anyway, uh, so it's uh, Javier, Javier Bardem, it's Penelope Cruz, those two are actually married, it's Brad Pitt, and I mean, there's like Rosie Perez is in it, which was kind of funny, because as soon as she came on screen, I was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> all I started thinking about was uh, uh, White Man Can't Jump, but uh, so it's it's this pretty good cast, though, and, and but it makes no effing sense. It was one of those movies where there's probably like four or five different storylines going on and they all kind of mesh toward the end, but it didn't even freaking mesh. It was just a freaking train wreck and terrible ending made no sense all the way through. Makes no sense. Why Fassbender's character even gets in the trouble he gets into. I don't, I don't get why he's in trouble for what happened. Uh, and it's funny because I, I complained about it on Facebook and all these people are like, oh, what are you talking about? That movie's amazing. I'm like, you're all pretentious assholes. That's all it is. You're just being pretentious. It's, it's like the New Yorker and, and you're saying you know what the cartoons mean. Nobody knows what the cartoons mean. You're just saying you know what it is. Yeah, anyway. Ugh, I, I, and I am a big Ridley Scott fan, but that was, that was one of his artsy, pretentious movies. And yeah, F that. It's funny. All I can think about when I hear Rosie Perez is Night on Earth. And I was oh my God. actually just thinking about that the other day because Mason was – yesterday, uh, weirdly enough, Mason was sitting on my lap and he heard Lou uh, doing something. And he's like, what's that? 
And I said, she's cleaning the the cover for the lamp, the lampshade, helmet lampshade. <laughs> I just started laughing to myself Jeez. hysterically. I was like, helmet lampshade. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the that was the scene where Rosie Perez was there. She's like, "What's with this guy?" And he's like, "His name's like Helmet. Get out of here!" No, it's like Helmet Lampshade, some shit like that. Dwayne <laughs> Helmut Golkenberger. Helmut. Is it Fassbender? Best. Uh, I love Fassbender, man. But I just love like because he's German and everything. Is it Fassbender? But anyway, so I I really despise that movie. I hated everything about it it was pretentious it was art house but it was art house to be art house and if anybody says they understand what's happening they're absolutely full of shit nobody understands what's going on and it's it gave way too much screen time to cameron diaz because she's just a terrible actress just terrible i don't know if it's i i think i tweeted it where i said so when did cameron diaz get a no audition clause or you know like no audition status in Hollywood because that's got to be what's happening right now for her to get these parts. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. But then, uh, we had a little palate cleanser the next night and watched red two. So this is, uh, you know, the movie with Bruce Willis and, uh, Morgan Freeman was in the first one, but Bruce Willis and John Malkovich and Helen Mirren. And they're all like, uh, Oh, oh yeah. cause I love the first one. I never saw the first one. Oh, it's great. It is so much fun to watch. Uh, Brian Cox is in it, Mar- Morgan Freeman, Oliver Platt's in it, uh, in a pretty small role. But uh, the second one actually was pretty damn good. It was, it was, it was a little more complex than the first one. But uh, I was kind of sad because in the first one, Ernest Borgnine was in it, and he was like this records keeper down in the basement that nobody really knew about. And Carl Urban was in the first one too, and he's a badass. Um, and Ernest Borgnine was supposed to be in the second one, and he he said, "I want to carry a gun this time, or I want to." He wanted to be more involved, and then he died like three months before the movie started filming. So I was kind of a, I was kind of upset about that because I'm a big Ernest Borgnine fan. Yeah, I got to have a beer with that man one time. That was one of the Quentin McHale. Quentin McHale. Quentin McHale. <laughs> He's the tiger of the Pacific. Quentin <laughs> McHale. I always think of him from uh, from basketball because it was so damned weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Remember that, that too. night that we we got the crabs? <laughs> uh, so, but it was good. It, you know, Helen Mirren is just fantastic in it. But uh, Anthony Hopkins is in it this time, and um, uh, oh, I was his name. You've seen him in uh, Neil McDonough's in it. Uh, but it, uh, Jones is in it. It's a, it's a it's a really fun movie to watch. I did figure a few things out pretty quickly though, but that's okay because it, it's more about. It's almost a graphic novel style, you know, where there's not a lot of blood and guts, but uh, there's the perception of it. And, you know, because they're all like hitmen and everything else. But it doesn't go over the, too over the top, but the story is a lot of fun. Uh, and, and it has a lot of great twists and turns. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And then uh, my friend Paul is kind of like you and, and never misses a week of true blood. Which I haven't seen yet this season. Well, so I watched it last night. Yeah, but you can't just jump in right well, now. Well, I know, but still. So <laughs> he's telling me, he's telling me about it. last week where Janina Gavankar's in it, you know, and she's she like died. just fully nude in it and everything. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. No, she died. No, I, well, I, she was in it last week. I don't know if it was a flashback or what. 
It had to be because she's so anyway, dead, man. So he's telling dead, me about dead. that, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome because Shiva. Come on. I could do a Shiva blast. So this week we turn it on, and I, I sat and watched it with him because I was working on something. And, like, it starts out with these two vampires that are, like, one of the head vampires or something. And it's, like, this dream sequence or something. I don't know. But it's two guys, like, to start making out and everything. We're like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Janina. Oh, awesome. I'm like, Janina, Janina. What? No. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. They actually did that? Yeah. Oh, I hope it's I hope it's the two main guys because they were talking about that. They said that they wanted to do that. They said they should do that, yeah. and they didn't think HBO would ever let them do it. I can't believe they. That's <laughs> it was so just fucking funny. You know, here I'm like, oh, Janina, yeah, all right, oh, oh, Anna Paquin, all right, I'm all right with that, okay. Because apparently last week was just nothing but nude, and of course this week two dudes right away. But I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> well, get me all, all right, revved like, up and. But you know, it was kind of, it was kind of like playing gay chicken, uh, which Brian Persane. Uh, hopefully, I have that clip. Maybe I'll play it at the end of the podcast. But kind of like playing gay because every you know, every guy I think is a little gay, and uh, a little you, know, you, you got to test yourself every now and then. And <laughs> last night was the proof that no, I'm still not gay. So <laughs> they had a marathon on of that, of course, leading up to um, the season premiere, sure. like two weeks ago. Uh, so we haven't seen either last week or you know the last two weeks we haven't seen the new season at all um but i got to see bits and pieces of a couple episodes leading up to it and everything and i'm sitting there and i'm laughing hysterically i'm like if if people don't understand that this is one of the best comedies on tv there's they they just don't get the show yeah they just don't get the show because that's all it is it's just Laugh after laugh after laugh. Uh, there was a there was an episode near the end of last season, um, where that's that's almost all it was. Everything that was going on in there, and that's the one that I was watching most of. Um, and Janina, she was fully nude in there. They were all they were people that were captured by the vampires, and they don't need clothes, so they kept them in cages, and they're yeah. all nude. Yeah. Um, and she's a shapeshifter and Sam is a shapeshifter. So he's turning into a fly and sneaking around the whole place. Yeah. Um, but while all this is going on, like every other thing that was happening was just funny and funny and funny and funny. And I'm laughing hysterically. Like at one point, um, everybody busts in to get some of the, some of their friends out, some of the vampires out that are also in cages uh, that have silver and they can't touch them. Yeah. So uh, they bust out the one girl, Jessica, who's like really young. Uh, she's like 18 or 19. Was oh, that the one that's six months old or something for in real or whatever? Huh? No. I don't know. No, she was. She, she was. Uh, Paul was trying to explain this crap to me last night, and at one point, I finally looked at him. I said, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this show from from day one. Sometime you don't need to explain it to me because <laughs> maybe it's, okay. It's, I don't need to know." So maybe he was talking that she's been a vampire for like six months or something. Oh no, this like is someone. That. She's like a fairy or something. Oh no, the, yeah. That well, that was hilarious. Yeah. The the fairy comes in to give birth, uh, and she starts giving birth at this bar, and she's she's laying on the pool table and she's moaning, and there's light coming from between her legs, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and there's three people up at the bar with drinks in their hands, and they're like. 
this is the best show I've ever seen. Duh. This is amazing. <laughs> and she's moaning and moaning and her one leg goes straight up in the air. And, yeah. and they're like, this is unlike any kind of childbirth I've ever seen. Uh, and, and they all start coming out. All these little, like four little girls come out or I think it was four. Yeah. And then something happens on TV right behind them and they're watching the TV and Reverend Newland, the guy is on TV and he's talking, talking and he turns into Janina because she had shapeshifted into him and they're all like, Poof! and they spit out their drinks. They're like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's just comedy after that's all it is, man. Yeah. I, it's it has its serious moments and it tries to play it, you know, ooh, we're moody vampires sometimes. But it's if you look at it as a comedy, you will enjoy the show to no end. I intend to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. So I'm gonna wait until I can watch the whole thing end to end. Yeah. 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 It's uh, I think that's the way to watch it. I know it's a lot of people it's like a lightning rod that show there's people that used to like it and hate it now it's just gone off the rails it's ridiculous there's people that think it's just stupid to begin with um but that's i figured it out some point in season 1 i started to just pick up on all the little humor and i think they they pushed it further and further each year where it's it's just a ton of funny funny stuff but you know if you're not looking at it from that from that slant it you might not like it you might i'm not you specifically i'm saying yeah. just people in general might look at it like Fucking well this is just dumb you know um but i i, I think it's funny yeah. <laughs> oh yeah there's something else i watched too i uh i watched the lego movie finally uh we we have that coming lou made a we were out and lou was like we really should get that and she was about to pick it up off the shelf in a store i was like amazon it's (laughs) it's pretty cool it really goes to a place that i never expected and i'm not saying that's a bad thing or anything it's just all of a sudden you're like what the f so but it's, it's really cool how they did it uh like just the visual style and everything else Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Cool. And it just gets me more excited for, uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy because Chris Pratt oh, is the yes. uh, lead character. Oh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy, the day after my birthday. I'm very I have to go see an IMAX that. here now that I have an IMAX theater so close to where I live. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, okay. Uh, I played more Entwined because right. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I started playing some Farming Simulator 14, yo. Damn. That's right. Um, yeah, it's still like a little tiny place like <laughs> the old Vita one was. <laughs> um, but it looks better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's early. I, I have to play some more. Um, I played some Mutant Muds Deluxe. Very fun game. It is. It's really yeah. cool in 3D on the PS3. Oh, yeah. I was playing it on the, everything I played was on the Vita. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Um, 
but yeah, that's like a like an old school platformer. But you can move forward in space in the in the three D space and backward in the three D space. Yeah. You know, so you go to the background, you come to the foreground, and you're and then you're on just like sort of the center area. So. Yeah, it's a lot, it's like this old school platformer, but he does that whole you know jumping between the different uh, planes. Uh, planes, yeah, it's yeah. it's really well done. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's cool. Um. More pixel junk shooter, of course, nice. but not online, of course. <laughs> you suck. Uh, Sly collection. Um, played a bunch more of that. And then the Retron 5. Ah, uh, yes. Since it showed up, the black Retron 5, yo. Nice. That's right. I got a black one. And I got charged like 70 three dollars or something like that very cool it was. because when it dropped to that price back in i think it was september i looked when it was yeah it was a long time ago i think it was like back in september i was like well i don't know when this is gonna ship but i think i could swing 70 you know 75 bucks for it so i put in the pre-order which was good because now it's 140 yep, <laughs> so yep. i basically got it for half price um and it's cool. Yeah. Um, I did not do a firmware update because the fuck. Um, I I forget where I was looking. I I might have been on the computer. You know, I I went to Google and I said, "All right, show me. I need a firmware update for Retron Five, and it says Facebook. And in the you know in the little. Uh, summary, you can see the new firmware is blah, 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 blah. So yeah. you click on the link and it just takes you to their Facebook page and I can't find the post with the firmware. I'm like, what the fuck? What? What is this crap? So then I'm trying to slog through their Facebook site to to find a link to the firmware or just find that phrase. I gave up immediately and just played as it was. Yeah. Um, I've since found kind of where the firmware is buried. Um, I thought because they had it's a not whole even different there. website. It was like, yeah, uh, yeah, they do. But I couldn't even find that. So I, I finally found that, but I still haven't downloaded it or anything. Oh, or, okay. Or done the update. But I was a little freaked out because. I mean, maybe it said it in the instructions and I was just skimming the instructions because I'm like, okay, uh, duh, duh, duh. Plug it in, plug in HDMI, turn it on, duh, duh, duh. (laughs) Um, To turn it on, though, you have to hold the power button down for like five seconds. Okay. Which I didn't know and I didn't think to do because I hit the power button, nothing. And I'm like, what? And I hit the power button, I'm like, nothing. Um, Mm. Fuck me. I yeah. got this thing and they're impossible to find and they don't have them in stock and I'm going to have to return it because it's freaking broken. Uh. <laughs> and I was really upset and I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? And I checked all the connections again and then I pushed the button again and nothing. And then just for the heck of it, I just held it down thinking, you know, maybe the connection's bad or something. And, and it turned on and I went, Oh, Okay. And then I read somewhere after you have to hold down the power button for like five seconds for it to turn on. Oh, wow. Okay. Which 
Okay. If anybody gets your Retron 5 out there, keep that in mind. Yeah. Don't freak out because I kind of freaked out. Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so all that stuff I got from MGC is still in a box, uncleaned. Yeah. So I couldn't touch any of that. Oh, um, see, I cleaned everything when I got home. Yeah, I, I had no time to do that. Um, I I came downstairs. I grabbed just a couple Genesis uh, cartridges off the shelf. Yeah. Cause yeah, they're actually sitting out. Um, and I grabbed what I grab. Um, NHL, I think 97 was the only one I had oh, available. Go figure. I know 95's in a box somewhere, uh, which is ridiculous. <laughs> From medically sealed. And, uh, Sonic. Um, because, you know, I was like, all right, these, you know, I know these very well, and I know how they'll play, so let me see how they look. Yeah. The thing that freaked me out a bit about it was it was really – it was like the one at MGC kind of. It was really, really hard to get the cartridge into the slot mm-hmm. and then to get it out again. Yeah, I remember that. Uh I was like, I'm going to break something here. This is ridiculous. I could not get the cartridge in at first. Hmm. Uh, and then when I finally did, it didn't quite seat properly and it couldn't read it and it couldn't figure it out. And I pulled it back out again, which took a while. <laughs> and then I got it back on there and it was okay. But I'm hoping it'll loosen up a bit over time. But yeah. Man, it is ridiculously well, tight. They said that it's the, the exact Sega. same parts they used on the systems, the real systems. It might be. I mean,. But I don't remember my SNES or Genesis ever being as tight as it was on the ones we used at MGC. But I, the ones at MGC were all handmade, you know, prototypes yeah. and everything. So yeah. you just kind of expect that. I have a vague recollection of my original Genesis when I first got it. It being really, really hard to put the cartridges in and out. Yeah. Um. But I'm not sure. You know, I I, I could be wrong. But it's it's crazy. Uh, at least for the Genesis now. You know, I have a bunch of NES cartridges. I have a bunch of SNES, and I just I need to clean them. That's my problem because yeah, I do yeah. want to try them. I'm really excited to try them all out and and mess with them. Um, so they they looked great. I was playing with some of the filters, uh, you know, to to see how they look and everything. It was really cool for NHL because it was '97. Um, which is obviously not one of the best ones, but it was one of the last ones on the Genesis. Um, Hartford is there. Okay. Uh, so I played Hartford against Philly. Yeah, which was really cool. And it was neat to see like the names coming up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot he was on that team. <laughs> you know. Uh, so that was fun. Um, you know, they play, it's it's great emulation. They They play just as you would expect them to play. And I used the the Retron controller. I liked it. You know, I I like the controller too. I think it looks hideous, yeah. but but it's not as I thought it was going to be an uncomfortable mess. And when I played with it at MGC, and when I played with it here at home, it feels fine to me. Yeah, and, I agree. And it works really well. It's Bluetooth, so no wires, which is my big thing. <laughs> I that's the one thing that's going to keep me using that more than any of the others. I will try the other controllers, but it's wireless. 
and I I don't need a wire hanging halfway across my room so I can play these games anymore. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. I haven't had a wired controller since. Wow, since I first PS2. got the PS2. No, because within the first year or two of the PS2, Logitech came out with those uh, wireless controllers. Yeah, but I always like the DualShock better. I just like hey, the feel no. better. I loved. I fell in love with those wireless controllers. The, You're just the a Logitech gaming snob. Ones. No, the Logitech ones were really good because they they took like four AA batteries, yeah. but they'd last forever with them. But it made them. It gave the controller a lot of weight, and it had. It was pretty good ergonomically. Like it felt mm-hmm. really, really good in your hands. And they were rubberized. I, just, I have one of them. I got so used to that one that when I got the first 360 and there and it came with wires and everything, and they're talking about wired controllers. I'm like, wired controllers? Who has wired controllers at this yeah. point? I was so completely wrapped up in not having any wires for almost the entire life cycle of the PS2 hmm. that the idea of going back to wires at this point. Wait, just, 360 or Xbox? Uh, I never had it. I thought. Well, yeah, but it had this big giant. Well, it came with wired or wireless. Um, it mm. comes with wireless, but you can buy a wired controller for. Well, it, sure, sure. Um, but you can't buy a wired DualShock Three or a wired DualShock Four. Well, but you can plug them in via USB. Oh, yes, you can. Wired but that way. I just I. <sighs> I don't know. It just always seemed so backward to me that at this point, especially that you would have a wired controller for anything. Um, It it should all be wireless at this point. And I don't know. I, I find it very comfortable. It's just a matter of, and you can map all the, you know, all the buttons to whatever you want. But again, I didn't read the instructions. So, and I forgot that (laughs) I'm playing and I'm like, these, this isn't where are the buttons? This isn't working the way I'm expecting it to. And I finally went into the menu and I'm like, Oh look, it's set to a, it's set to a emulate and NES controller. No wonder. <laughs> so I had to switch it over to the Genesis and then everything was fine, but it was still trying to figure out which button is which. Yeah. We were having um, some of those problems, uh, when we were messing around with it that morning. Yeah. Um, so, but that's the funny thing you can like for me, if like the, the Genesis controller is my favorite controller. I could plug that in and use that for every game. NES, yeah. NES, everything. Because yeah, it yeah. will just work, which is really cool. So if you have a favorite controller, it'll just work for any game that you plug in there. Yep. And it'll just map the buttons, or you can manually map the buttons uh, on your own, which is... And you can nice. use your SNES controllers for Genesis games, so you don't have to use those hideous Genesis controllers. <sighs> or those play school SNES controllers. I nobody ever had a problem with those those SNES controllers. I did. Those shoulder buttons work perfectly. Boom! Six button controller games were great. Yep. Yeah, you're just crazy. Yeah, I'm just comfortable with my controllers. <laughs> so, yeah. and you're wrong. Um. But I like it. It's it's exciting. It would just be nice cool. to have some any any like launch problems like we were having with the with the prototype. No, 
Good. You know, I mean, it's yeah. the only I only mess with those two games, and I just oh, had sure. to make sure they were seated right. But um, but no, I mean, and it's it's like the firmware is like one point oh point one or something ridiculous, and the the current firmware is like one point six something. I think. Oh geez. Yeah. Um, well, they had to come over from China. They were probably working <coughs> on that stuff for four months while they got when they slowly exactly. steamed over on a uh, on an old timey rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're on that boat that they took to Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> you know, it was that one. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I, I I need to update the firmware. It's it's mostly I, I was skimming through you know the change logs and some of the firmware, and it it was a lot of um, specific games that they that were having problems and it's like fix this game fix that game fix the problem with this save fix this so i mean nothing i'd hit with those two with nhl and sonic so oh they fixed the lock on with uh the sonic games in sonic and knuckles oh which is good well, that's cool because yeah because i actually had that and i considered bringing that up and i was like that's nah, a bit much for right now let me just play the first sonic you know, because it was late and I just wanted to get to bed anyway. But yeah, I just wanted to try it. I was like, oh, I got to try it. Got to try it. Um, It's good I didn't try that because I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's that firmware? And then I would have been up till like three in the morning trying to figure this out. Um, So it's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that uh, that it works and everything and that it nice. works pretty well so far. I just need to get some of the other cartridges cleaned so that I can mess with them um, and just see how it all works. Very cool. So, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, like I said, I'll get one eventually. Yep. Cool. That it for you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some uh, Killzone DLC. We'll talk some... What do you... What do you oh, uh, some more Sly, Sly. Cooper. Some emails, we'll talk some PayPal folks, and uh, we'll see what else happens. We'll be right back. Now it's time for the review section of the podcast. I guess I'll be starting off with uh, the Killzone Shadowfall. This is what you get season pass, besides a bunch of skins for your uh, for your uh, what is it called, the Owl or whatever? I think it's called the Owl. Uh, this is the the first DLC uh, that came with the season pass uh, in terms of gameplay DLC. And what this is, it's kind of it's kind of its own thing. So what it is is you play 
as this uh, elite squad, uh, which the funny thing is, I don't remember the exact name of it, but the uh, acronym for it is ISA, which is kind of weird since that's one of the teams as well. But uh, basically, it's it's cooperative. It's a cooperative mode, and you get into these kind of arena style levels. So you're not going from point A to point B or anything like that. But you get into these levels, and there are basically three capture points, and you can play up to four players. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you play all four players. Uh, with three, the game actually breaks down quite a bit, and that's. I'll get into that a little bit about the uh, the balance of the game, but um, what you do is, is so you, you have like a uh, an engineer. You've got kind of just an assault, or the engineer ha- only starts with a pistol, and you can't pick up an actual rifle. But he has three different turrets he can put down, and the turrets are actually pretty badass in this, uh, and not turrets, turrets. Huh? <laughs> So you've got the assault, a marksman, a medic, and a tactician. So not not engineer, tactician. Uh, assault, obviously you start with a pretty good machine gun, but you can get taken out pretty quickly. Uh, you have pretty decent armor and all that, but uh, assault is you know the one that runs in quite a bit. Marksman, sniper. But uh, the marksman can actually be very effective when every single map has kind of this, this, this high-up uh, vantage point. And the marksman can actually call things out, and and you know obviously snipe a lot of the characters, uh, and the sniping is a little bit easier than than in the regular multiplayer. Medic is actually a really key part of the game. So not only can you revive, but you can drop down. Uh, you don't drop down med kits. You can actually hit your D pad and activate like this this little field around you that that heals everybody. Uh, but the medics, you want to kind of hold back with them. So they start off with a, uh, uh, or their main weapon is uh, a submachine gun. And then you've got the tactician, like I said before, where you have a pistol, but you have a lot of very uh, strong armaments, like the turrets and everything else. So you get put in the situation and kind of think of Left 4 Dead, especially Left 4 Dead 2, where there's kind of an AI director running all the AI opponents that you have. So they all come in and they try to take over these three uh, capture points, and you, you know you're obviously trying to stop them and recapture the points they capture, that sort of thing. But it it dynamically adjusts to how you're playing, and sometimes you can get through it pretty decently, like in about ten minutes. Other times, I think it took us like forty five minutes in one of the matches, and part of that was because we only had three guys, and you can't use AI for a fourth member. So you you want to have four friends on, and, and it's all online. So there's some pretty interesting stuff, though, because first off, and we talked about this when I did the interview at E3 with the guys, but there's an incredible risk-reward system built into this where anything you do in the game, pretty much, you'll earn points. It'd be like five points here, five points there, you know, 25 here. Uh, you get it for kills. You get it for helping out your teammates, you know, dropping med packs or uh, uh, ammo packs, I mean, for healing people within <laughs> that little force field, you know, all sorts of things. But if you get killed, you'll lose all those points unless you go back to your base and bank the points. So you have to kind of decide, like, how long do I stay out here and kill all, all these enemies? You know, how long do I set up uh, turrets or how long do I set traps, et cetera, et cetera, before I run back and bank my points? Uh, and the thing is, th- th- all those points are shared by your teammates, and you can get to certain points, or huh, you can get to certain times in the match. I know, 
where uh, these fuel rods will will appear. And you can grab those fuel rods, and sometimes they're way out in the map, which kind of sucks. But you can grab these fuel rods, bring them back to your base, and uh, pop it in to the machine. And you can actually spend some of those points that you have uh, to bring in some really cool shit. So you can either uh, set it up so that every person on your team gets a minigun. Or you can actually bring in these automatic uh, um, like bombing raids and mortar strikes. So these mortar strikes will come down and start taking out all these enemies. So we had one map where, I mean, there were tons of enemies at all three of the capture points. And I went over and brought in a mortar strike, and it just it obliterated them. We had like 30, 40, 50 kills. Uh, so there's a lot of different things you can do like that. And um, and you can set up automatic turrets. You can set up a, a whole bunch of stuff. I think there's like eight or ten different items that you can choose from. Uh, but again, you know, you have to have so many points, and you have to have one of those fuel rods in there to actually do it. So it's all about tactics. It's all about working as a team. You need to communicate uh, more than ever. So it, that's the blessing and the curse. When you have the right people playing, when you uh, actually communicate, and when you actually have four people playing the game, it's outstanding. It is really good. I, I normally don't like these kind of co-op modes. You know, I've said it in the past. I thought it was going to be kind of a zombie mode where you just kept going and going and going and going until you couldn't go any farther. This actually has an endpoint. It has a set number of points when you hit it, you finish, and you know you can get a lot of experience. There's actual uh, separate challenges that you can unlock in the co-op mode than that are separate from the regular multiplayer. And there's it's it's very very satisfying when you win one of these matches. You know you've really worked for it. It's actually kind of tiring sometimes. I mean we we were in these really long matches for a long time, and um, it was funny. You know I'm on uh, I was on a hotel uh, internet last week when I was playing it. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but we found out very quickly that um, at the Holiday Inn, I was at a Crawdaddy Cove there. At 10.30 at night sharp, your if you were logged into the internet on any device, it would just cut you off. <laughs> so I was right in the middle of this long-ass match <clears throat> in the Intercept DLC, and all of a sudden, boom, everything went down. Party chat, everything <clears throat> went down. Hard down. Nice. And I'm like, what the shit? So I went and logged back in, get back in, and I'm talking about the party. And I thought they'd finished because we were really close to the point, uh, uh, you know, the point goal. And I'm talking to him, and all of a sudden somebody said something. Wait a second, are you guys still playing? He goes, "Yeah, we haven't finished yet." I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I got back in, and it took about five more minutes, and we won it. And it, and, and that showed, like, that was that tangible proof that it's it really breaks the balance of the game by not having all four uh, classes running. Because you you lose a very major portion of what you can use for your tactics by not having all four in there, and uh, you it, it's set up so that only one person can have one class, so you can't double up on classes that sort of thing, and the game is built around that balance. So, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse because if you don't have anybody to play with it with, or if you just have internet assholes that you don't know, it might not be as good. But when you have friends to play with this with. It's really, really good. Uh, it comes with four maps right now. Two other maps are going to be released very soon. And then four others are going to uh, be coming uh, shortly thereafter. I don't think they've a, given a date yet. But we should, should see all ten maps up by the end of the year, from what I've heard. Uh, but very cool. The maps are actually kind of set up in locales that aren't in the multiplayer yet either. Uh, one that really stands out in my head 
is if you play the single player, there's that point where there's kind of the, of a demilitarized zone between the two walls, and uh, you actually play one of the matches in there. So it's it's pretty cool. Like the AI director, we'll call it, uh, will actually send like like I said, a ton of troops in at you, different waves from different locations. But also, if you're doing really well, they might start throwing some in that have um, that have shields around them. So the medic actually has kind of an EMP grenade, and you need him to take the take that shield down, or it's almost impossible to take them down with anything else. So again, that balance is built into there so that you play as a team. Uh, it'll even send in, there's, I think, three different boss characters. One we think is from Killzone Mercenary, actually. But there's three different boss characters that'll come in, and you, you honestly have to play as a team in that respect as well to take those bosses down because they take so much damage. So it, it's a beautiful, beautiful DLC. I actually think they did a little bit more with the lighting in this, or they actually set up some of the lighting to just look so more dynamic. Uh, it, it looks fantastic. It plays great. Balance is just excellent, but like I said, if you don't have good people to play it with, it falls flat on its face. And it's not really the game's fault. I mean, the way it's set up is it's got that perfect balance for all the different roles. And if you don't have that, and if you don't have people you can trust, it's just not the same. So it's kind of like playing on the internet anyway. You know, if I get into a squad on Battlefield 4 with a bunch of randoms, most of the time it's going to suck. But this, I mean, it's, it's great. It plays great. It looks great. Uh, they've really worked hard on this, and you can tell. And uh, it's it's different than the regular game, so it's a nice kind of sidetrack. So right now, you have to own the game to get it. Uh, you can you know you can get it either with the uh, season pass, or I think you can purchase it separately. I believe. Uh, and then they're actually going to be bringing it out in August as a standalone package that you don't even need Killzone Shadowfall to play it. So it'll come out as its own little kind of game itself that you can purchase. So, uh, highly recommended. I'm giving it a 9. I don't know what Dave's giving it. Dave's actually writing the, the written review. But I'm giving it a 9. I think it's fantastic. And, you know, like I said, it depends on who you've got to play with it. But when it's good, it's really damn good. So, check it out. And if you don't want to own Killzone Shadowfall, that's fine. Wait until the, you know, the, the standalone product comes out in August. But I think it's, I want to say Amazon right now is selling Killzone Shadowfall for like 20 bucks. So, you might want to think about it. So there you go. Mm. Killzone Shadowfall Inception. Where's the kick? Wait, did you give it a score? Yeah, I said nine. Oh, okay. Wait to, th- wait to listen. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, you know, it's either that or we have emails when we're all done here. Well, you know, you could do those at the break. Uh, or before no. we start. Uh, the, the little boy wanted to go to bed. He's actually up there. <laughs> I... I had never seen him do this. Uh, he's up there with mom mm-hmm. and she has this clock and all the numbers are shapes. They're blocks. So there's like a star, you know, oval, rectangle. Parallelogram. Yeah, everything. Literally Pentagram. parallelogram. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I go up there and he's showing me and he's just, boom, putting them all right exactly where they go. I was like... What the? F- All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was really cool. Interesting. Um, I I don't know when or where he figured that out. This is the first time I've ever seen this thing. Maybe they did um, that at, at preschool or something. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's just a genius. That's it. And then he's destined to go insane when he's twenty. 
That's it's gonna be it. It, it's gonna be like uh, Real Genius, where he's gonna get sent to college when he's like fifteen or sixteen. He's gonna uh, get hazed too much. He's gonna call you, ask to move back, and then you're gonna your mom or uh, Lou's gonna tell him that you rented the room out to somebody and that he can't come back. <laughs> and then uh, he wears really dorky shirts with sweaters over them. I think Wait. that's what's gonna happen to him. Shirts with sweaters over them. That sounds like you. You're gonna be wearing socks and black socks I and sandals. I don't wear sweaters. I never wear sweaters. Yeah, but you're gonna be wearing black socks and sandals. I know that. No. <laughs> that's another thing I will never be doing not even just because I think it looks terrible like everybody thinks it looks terrible but because that doesn't really sound comfortable to me I wear sandals every now and then because they're nice and cool and I don't have socks on that's why I wear them mm. and because I want to be a damn dirty hippie you're gonna do it although I don't own Birkenstocks so and I doubt I ever will yeah, because I don't want to smell like patchouli. They smell like patchouli, right? I wouldn't know. I don't know. Every time I see somebody wearing them, it smells like patchouli. Maybe it's just a coincidence. <coughs> it's possible. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Sly. Sly. Yeah. Sly Cooper collection. How haven't I talked about this ad nauseum? <laughs> well, but that's the thing. You don't have to go over the story or anything else. You can just oh, no. About. We're going over oh. each story for no! all three games. <laughs> okay. So the Sly Collection, uh, which I had always been begging for on the Vita, mm-hmm. hit the Vita by one of our favorite developers, Sanzaru, which <laughs> that's funny. I'm wearing Sanzaru's Sanzaru shirt right now. <laughs> You're such a whore. You can't, I, you can't review it then. You're oh, tainted. I, 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 I took goods and services, so <laughs> I'm suspect. Wait, is, that's the shirt that you got when we first saw... Sly 4. Sly 4, yeah. Yeah. Because it wouldn't fit my fat ass. Wait, how, is, how are you wearing it, fatty? Uh, it's tight. <laughs> <laughs> that's so you can show off your guns, right? Is that what we're calling my gut now? <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't fit that bad. Uh, um, it was a little big on me when I first got it. So now it's snug. That's nice. See. Um, that was just random. I didn't even think about that. I just put that on tonight cause it was the first one I pulled out of the drawer. I'm like, this is comfortable. And I threw well, it on. fortunately the last time we talked to Glenn Egan was at E3 yes. and it was for a DS game though. So we That's were not true. tainted about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, right off the bat. And I can't fault Sanzaro for this. It's a Sony thing, and it's a Sony choice. They obviously couldn't fit all three games onto one memory card. Yeah, it's kind of funny how it worked out like this. Yeah, so instead of two memory cards in the package, which would have been, I think, the best way to go, but I get it. But probably expensive or something. Yeah, it's the extra cost of cards it's the extra weight even though it's not much when you add it up over a whole case of these games being shipped out somewhere it does add up at least four more ounces well but it does which is why all our dvd cases are flimsy as fuck now because they all have giant holes in them um because that cuts down on the weight uh so it's a weight thing it's a price you know it's a money thing i get it but 
it kind of sucks. Yeah. Sly, Sly 1 and 2 are on the card. Sly 3 comes as a voucher in the case. It says it clearly on the outside of the case. So, you know, if you're going to buy it and you're maybe not aware, they're, they're not deceiving anybody. It says it very clearly on the outside of the case that Sly 3 is a download voucher. Right. Um, it is 2.8 gigs. So you need at least that much uh, free on a memory card to download it. Um, so that's important. Oh, and by the way, I will be emailing, uh, but I think he's out right now, but I will be emailing very soon the gentleman that will be able to hopefully give us an answer about 64 gig cards coming out in the U.S. officially. Nice. And we, we have a pretty good relationship with him, so I, I think he'll at least say... Like no com, I don't think he'll say no comment. I think he'll say something at least like you know, ask me again in three months or something. Well, again, uh, all right. Sidetrack, <laughs> Your Tangent. Honor. Sidebar. Um, sidebar. Thirty-two gig cards now are priced at a retail or MSRP. Yeah. At seventy five bucks, right? But did you see Amazon? I know they, yeah. but that was like for a day. It oh, was okay. like a gold box thing uh, for the sixteen gig. Um, no, and the thirty twos. Uh, yes. Well, whatever. It was a gold box. It okay. wasn't like a like a major price cut for long. Um. So my point being, the sixteen gig. What is that? Like fifty bucks. Something Normally? like that. Okay. So this falls right in line. 50 bucks, 75 bucks, 100 bucks for the 64 gig. That's what it is right now. I just looked tonight. It's $102 with free shipping with Prime. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's quote unquote not out in the US, but you can buy it for essentially what the price will probably be anyway. True. Right now from Amazon. You know, you don't have to wait. It can be bought uh, with minimum hassle. I mean, it's it's Amazon. It's just, boom, done. Yeah. So they are available. Um, not officially out in the U.S., but they are available in the right, U.S. Right. if you want them. Right. Um, so back to the Sly Collection. Uh, it's better... That they did split them up. I mean, obviously they had to. Um, it would have been cooler if they were both on cards. I really would have liked that a lot better. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, so, what it comes down to is how well emulated they are, how good they run on the Vita. Um, they're For anybody that doesn't know, if there's anybody out there, <laughs> they're... <laughs> From the PS2, uh, they were Sucker Punch, uh, developed them originally, Sucker Punch of Infamous fame. And when you're playing Infamous, you can see the kind of the pedigree there. You can see sort of the lineage of where this all came from. You know, there's there's hints of Sly and, and stuff in Cole in the Infamous games. Right, um, right. Just in the movement and the... St- the the jumping uh, from point to point and things like that, climbing and stuff like that. Um, 
they're platformers, uh, 3D platformers, old school PS2 games, obviously. Uh, they got exponentially better as they went along in terms of graphics and size and scope and story. The stories in these things were the biggest draw. Very deep stories. Well, not very deep, but uh, very mature, I would say. Yeah, um, good writing. Which kind of belies the the look of them. They're, it's a very cartoony, cel-shaded look. It's about a raccoon and his friends. That One's a giant dopey hippo, and the other one is a smart little turtle. Um, but there's, like, real drama in these games. They're, like, the, the end of the second game was a shock. Um, so... I mean, they really they they get serious in these, which yeah. is which is pretty amazing. Uh, so the stories were very much more mature than you would expect from such a cartoony game. Um, they they all kind of worked off this idea that it was it was like kind of the hub and spoke type thing where you you you'd set up your base, you'd move in with your your van with the guys. And you'd go off into this area and you'd move from section to section, you know, trying to complete the section, collect all the coins, get the open the safes, you know, all these different little missions uh, along the way. And for the Vita, um, again, I mean, this is Sanzaro. These are the guys that did the latest uh, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. they love this franchise. They know oh, yeah. this franchise. They did the conversion for the PS3 Sly Collection. So they know it backwards and forwards. And they did a fantastic job moving it over to the Vita. Uh, it works really well. I mean, the the sticks, you know, you they work well um, with uh, the way Sly controls and everything. There are still <laughs> points in that game which are unbelievably frustrating. has nothing to do with the controls. It's just the way the game was made. Uh, there's these driving sections, especially uh, in the first one, which are frustrating as fuck. Um, but that's the way they always were. They were like that on the PS2. They're, it's identical, you know. They look fantastic. They've been given that sort of that new coat of paint on them. They look more like the PS3 HD versions than they right. do the original versions, obviously. Okay. Um, so they they play really well. The sound is perfect. You know, there's no problems with the sound or anything. Uh, they look great. They play great. Everything's awesome about them. Nice. Um, I'm very, very happy with with this conversion this is not a cheapy crappy jack and daxter conversion i really wish that the jack collection had been done better because that's one i would love to play on the vita um i had i played through the first one on the ps3 in the collection i was part way through the second one but i kind of stopped figuring it was coming to the Vita and I wanted to continue and just finish the two and three on the Vita. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, they're so messy. Yeah. Those are so messy. The Sly collection is everything that is not, you know, the Sly yeah. collection is a beautiful conversion. It's great. 
uh, I I'd have to give the the collection a nine. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, what is this out on now? So this is out on PS3 and Vita. Yes. Is that the only two? Because I thought there was another one. Uh, I'm trying to think if it ever came out anything else. The Sly Collection. Yeah. No, it was just. It was, I want to say it came out on like. Yeah, I guess not. It didn't come out on V or didn't come out on PSP and didn't come out on PS4. So all no. right. No, it was just yeah on the on the PS3. They they did the full they did 3D on it and you know they did everything on it right uh, and that was just an awesome collection that was <laughs> such a great job um, yeah for this one no 3D obviously uh, the touchscreen stuff is used for like the binoculars and all and and it works it's it's works just the way it needs to. Um, you know, they, they did a great job converting the controls over for the thieves in time where I, when I reviewed that, I was saying that, you know, I'd play it at home on the PS3, push my save up, grab the save in the morning before I left the house, get on the train and just continue the game. And obviously not having the L2 R2. Uh, or R3, L3, you would assume there would be an adjustment period there, but it just wouldn't even, it wouldn't even cross my mind. I just fell right into it and just played. And I wasn't even thinking about the differences in the controls because it just worked. You know, it was just, it was a natural extension of it. And there was never anything in my mind, there was never any problem with it. And it's the same with this conversion, obviously, on the, for the Sly Collection. Cool. They they did it in a very logical and natural way where it just feels like, oh, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. It doesn't feel out of place or out of whack. It's It just works. Right. It works great. So, um, excellent conversion, excellent collection. Nice. Yep. Very cool. We have to get that. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. All right. Well, uh, do we want to do? The, let's do the PayPal stuff. Yeah. Really quick here. So we missed one last week. Uh, apologies, but from Mr. Tim Hitchings, uh, and he actually emailed us to make sure he, he thought that we uh, it didn't go through. So he said, "Glenn and Josh, can you please verify that you did get a receipt for the monthly PayPal payment on June sixth for a dollar? Never heard my name called out. We're sorry, sir. Uh, yes, we did get it." Uh, this is from Tim Hitchings, and he says his PSN is T Hitter, and he says that's T Hit Er. I'll never forgive Joel for pronouncing it Fitter, <laughs> which I think works much much better. So make sure you friend Fitter on PSN. T H I T T E R. As to friend bombing, I don't know about you, but if you can't take the time to add. A note as to why you want to be friends, don't bother, because I delete those no reason to be your friend requests every day. Yours truly, the internet curmudgeon. Wait, I thought Josh was the internet curmudgeon. Oh, no, that's right. Josh is never on the internet, so he's just the podcast curmudgeon. No, Mark is the internet curmudgeon. That's Well, no, he's just the internet troll. The curmudgeon troll? How about that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that works. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, when, when the floodgate, oh, God, the floodgates are going to open in 31 days. Huh? Oh, I just realized that <clears throat> when we lift the uh, the the friends list rules. <sighs> Honestly, why I don't understand why anybody <sighs> would want to be my friend because 
Because you're Josh Langford. You're one step away from, from Hail Baby. No, from Hail Baby. <laughs> from me. I, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Because I, when I get to play, I'm usually on for, so I can play something for a review. Yeah. It's not like I'm... But everybody um, wants to see that you're playing a game before it's released so that they can message you and say, oh, you suck. I'm so jealous. And the best and then, part about that is yeah. 90% of the time, I'm not even online when I'm playing the game. So well, they would and, never even see me playing it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and even funnier is that you're like trying to power through this game and you just don't even have time to talk to anybody because you're like, shit, shit, shit. I got to be done in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty scary. Yeah, stuff, so that's, that's the thing. I just, I don't get it. But you know, <laughs> uh, we also got from. Did I say this one last week? J.C. Monterey Ernsdorf. Does that sound familiar? Uh, I don't know. Well, if not, J.C. Monterey M O N A R Y Ernsdorf says, "Love the podcast. Glad to help out. Five bucks. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, and then." We just had a new one from Daniel Musso, and uh, that's for a dollar a month. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's it it's a little scary. Up. Yeah. It, it, well, it's funny because we really, you know, we we just haven't had time to do the forums thing yet, and we that's the first thing we're going to do with this cache is uh, to get the new forums up and actually get some of the new software features that they have. And it's weird because we're actually like it tells us when we get that monthly payment from these people. And it's so weird to see that come through. I'm like, oh my God, look at that. That's just, it's like every day now we're getting one. Or not every day, but pretty close. And uh, it all it adds up, yeah. So keep it up. I mean, like I said, if you don't want to use the Amazon link, if you don't want to use anything else, uh, you know, Derek Hoff, I think, is the one that find, found this. Uh, and I think he emailed us and basically said it was like accidental that he found it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if... You want to help us out and you don't want to do the Amazon link or, you know, the Walmart link or whatever else, um, it's there. So, uh, and thank you so much to everybody that, that has done that. That's freaking crazy. I'm still shocked. I'm yeah. shocked. Seriously. So, all right, enough of that uh, blubbering. Want to get to the emails here? All right. Yeah, I will start. Uh, right. This is from Jonathan Bloom. Oh, that attention whore yes he he actually tweeted us i think he said something in an article we had and he emailed us <laughs> here it is no one has mentioned this article that Sons i found bitches. on a google search uh this is pretty cool the ability to sync saves and trophies albeit with a 24-hour download limit on certain saves means you can take the game anywhere and what thought, are you talking about i thought we had talked about i thought this. i said that i could sync trophies because when i was playing that jimmy johnson's anything with an engine i noticed that you could go to like this mini xmb yeah, and you, you could did sync mention. your trophies right there yeah so you can do saves as well obviously this is for playstation yeah. now i think jonathan bloom just doesn't listen anybody <laughs> else um <laughs> So obviously, you know, it treats it like it's an actual disc-based or downloaded game. You have your game save. You have your trophies. You can upload the game save to cloud storage so you can go to your friend's house, pull up PlayStation Now, and continue the game. Play more Jimmy Johnson's Anything with an Engine. Exactly. And it even puts it on, like I said last time, it even put 
an icon for it on my interface on the PS4. On the PS4, yeah. Yeah, it was like it was that. an installed game on there or something. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't really like that, though, because we can't categorize or, you know, put stuff in folders yet. Because that's what I need, more clutter on that interface. Yeah. Yeah. I have to so, scroll five minutes just to get to my library now. Yeah. But, yeah. Good job, Jonathan Bloom. We're just kidding. Mostly. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! All right, hold on. I gotta put my reading glasses on. Oh boy! I fried my eyes today at work. <clears throat> this is from Adam. He says, "Hello, Josh and Glenn." Spell my name wrong. I don't know. Must be a different Glenn. All throughout the email, e- especially since it's his second time writing into the into PS Nation, and he still got it wrong. <laughs> Uh, second time writing into PS Nation, and I made a mistake by just saying hello to Glenn, and Josh got upset about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say hello to that Glenn guy, too. Uh, yeah. Josh, I am sorry about that, and since then, I have to grow to like you more than Glenn. Ha ha. And since then, I have to grow to like... Uh, okay. I think he meant he... He yeah, no, the, don't, don't, don't guess. I know he has. Just look at look at what the text says. Yeah, he I, has I to see grow to like you Glenn, more than me. But really, is that possible? No. More than who? It's some guy named yeah, Glenn with one Glenn N. It's, he's one talking end. about Glenn Egan from Sanzo. Well, I like him more you. than than I like Josh though too. No, more than you, Chief. Yeah. Well, uh, my my <laughs> question for you, guy, is I think he meant guys. For you guys is at E3 this year, PlayStation showed a trailer of free-to-play games. In that trailer, there is something that I would like to know about. Oh, God, I didn't know this was coming. So if you watch the video, it's around 54 seconds, and it looks to be a JRPG colorful type of turn-based game. Uh, would you happen to know anything about that game? Uh, I might have it in my notes. Read the rest of the email so I can look it up. All right. Uh, Josh, love Game of Thrones, and you need to really knock some sense into Glenn and make him watch it. He said he will watch it. I am going to watch it. (laughs) He's going to watch it when he gets time. God, how many people have to fucking get on my ass about this? Get off my dick, people. Because it's that good. And then Glenn's going to watch it. It it sucks. He's just going to bore you. Jesus Christ. All right. Matter um, of fact, Glenn, would you like me to send you my extra copies of season one through three sure. to you? LOL. <laughs> no, I got, I got HBO Go. And Glenn, after this latest podcast in which you were talking about The Shield, the show, I had to go watch it. Ha ha ha. I am at season two already, and I love the moment where he burns the guy's face. Spoiler. Very yeah. epic, this show. And 24, I can watch over and over and over and never get bored of it. Oh, man, this guy's a Game of Thrones fan. Uh, his PSN ID, I'm assuming here, is Direwolf805. Oh, boy. It's kind of like a real wolf, but dire. Just wait till you see them. They're badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, uh, I found the video. Okay. 54 and seconds. scrolling through. Hold on. Uh, 54 seconds. <coughs> oh. Well, that's... No, that's on the... Uh, that's 54 seconds into the... Uh, the montage. And the mo- gotta have a montage. Yeah. Montage. Hang on. Could somebody actually kind of uh, rip this on? YouTube is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait. Here we go. Free to play. Okay. So there's. 
God, I don't even know what that game is. There's Fat Princess on the Vita. Uh, still Fat Princess on the Vita. And then there's Big Fest, which is finally freaking coming out. Uh, oh, here it is. Um, is that Destiny of Spirits? That might be just Destiny of Spirits. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry. I'm well, sure I can look go. up. A, yeah, I'll, I'll put that on. Put write that down. Uh, I'll try to look it up for next week. All right. Definitive answer. You write that down. You're in front of a computer. F you, dirtbag. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one from Mitchell Hagerman. Mitch. Hey, it's okay. Mitch. Hey, hey over here, I'm Mitch. Thanks for all the E3 coverage. Didn't expect that much, so great job to the whole team. There's still more coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've still got... I still have a couple to do. I still have a couple to do. Uh, on an unrelated topic. Oh, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I found an article with all of them listed. So here's Fat, Fat Princess, Piece of Cake, Big Fest, Pain Free to Play, Kingdom Under Fire 2 is a brand new action real-time strategy game which players can control both troops and the hero at the same time. As a free-to-play MMO, players can evolve from a novice mercenary up to the ultimate conqueror of the world and can explore massive-scale battlefields with other players. Players will uncover the secret storyline, which was not revealed from the previous title, Kingdom Under Fire Crusaders. So it looks like that one is Kingdom Under Fire 2. Because then there's Reaper, Oni Girl, Never Wonder. Let me just make sure. Planet Side 2, am I seeing a monster's loadout? Yeah, that, that's the one you're talking about right there. Kingdom Under Fire 2. Uh, there's no word on release date or anything else. So there's your answer. Well, Might be a little right, late, then. but I still got the answer. Yay. Yay, and there is a Wikipedia for it, so just look it up on Google. Okay. On an unrelated topic, I wondered if you guys had heard about the Ready Player One movie announcement. Yes. Yes. Uh, Josh, I know you're also a big fan of the book, so it would be great to hear your thoughts and yours, Glenn. I'm excited and scared at the same time, kind of like with No Man's Sky, which reminds me of the Oasis in a way with its scope. Uh, Just imagine on the Oculus or Morpheus. So back to the movie. How do you guys feel about Zach Penn rewriting the screenplay written by Klein himself and Eric Eason? Uh, X2 is my favorite Marvel movie and Avengers was great too. So I've got faith that he may have the right touch. The Incredible Hulk reboot was decent as well. Also, I read that he met Klein during the Atari Game Over documentary series. So perhaps Klein believes Zach can carry out his vision. Thoughts? Keep up the good work, team. Glenn, hope you found some bug buddies to join you in Craw Daddy Cove. Craw Daddy Cove, motherfucker! Till next time, Mitch. I have very little faith that this movie can, that this book can ever be properly made into a movie. Yeah. And it's simply because of the sheer number of licenses involved and to do it justice and to get it right and to really give it that feel and that scope of how all encompassing uh, a virtual world this was. I mean, just off the top of my head, you had Ultraman, you had war games, the entire movie 
literally jammed in there, you know, that, I mean, they, they touched upon the first couple scenes and then some later scenes, but how would you show that unless it's Warner brothers making this movie and they are, was it MGM or who Warner brothers? Wait, you know, Uh, hang on. Well, I mean, one thing that got missed also is that Edgar Wright dropped from the project now. Because Edgar Wright was actually supposed to uh, direct it for a long time, and he just dropped out of it. Well, yeah, this is one of those ones where it's been bouncing around, bouncing around for a while because it was... Well, but I actually had faith when Edgar Wright was going to be involved because Scott Pilgrim was so damn well done, and there's a lot of licensed stuff in that movie as well. Obviously not as much as Ready Player One, but they got more stuff than I thought they would ever get. This was MGM, uh, War Games. Um well, but MG- right MGM here. is, I think they're actually owned by Disney. I mean, there's Disney MGM Studios. That's so true. They might um, be affiliated still. So, yeah, that, that's MGM my biggest fear. Exist anymore? I, I don't think so. I, mean, I don't the, think they actually exist as a studio oh, anymore. Jeez, wow, I banged into that. Um, the DVD is actually it's United Artists is what it was originally. Um, United Artists, MGM, 20th Century Fox on the back of the DVD. Yeah. So Fox. Uh, MGM is the, still a thing. Or it the looks Blu-ray. like United Artists. I think broke off. Oh no! Wait. Yeah. Here we go. On November 30th, 2010, MGM <coughs> filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. MGM emerged from bankruptcy on December 20th, 2010. At which time the executives became co-chairman as co-CEOs of the holding company. Because there's still the MGM uh, Grand Hotel and everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, my that's just my biggest fear with it. The, just the sheer amount of licenses with video games and movies and books and yeah. TV shows. And you're never going to get all of them. And I I just get the feeling that you're never going to get enough of them to give it that scope. And... I don't even know if you could tell that full story, tell it properly in a two hour movie. Uh, I think just too much would be cut out of it. And it would just be a shell of what the book is and it would just be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, that's my biggest fear. I, the, the way I could see it working in a perfect world, if they could just get everybody to say, yeah, sure. Go here, take the license, you know, because it's a one-off, whatever. If it was done as a miniseries or as Ooh. like a TV series that could go like one season, like one of those like 10 episode or 12 episode one season type things, extended miniseries. Well, to- hold on there, Josh, because what? I just found something very interesting. What? So following his brief ownership of the company in 1986, Ted Turner formed Turner Entertainment as a holding company for the pre-May 1986 MGM Film and Television Library, which he retained. After Turner's holding was pur- er, holdings were purchased by Time Warner in 1996, they ultimately became integrated into Warner Brothers Library, Though the copyright claimant to these titles is still Turner Entertainment Company. For some time after the sale, MGM continued to handle blah, 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 but the rights were reassigned to Warner Home Video 99. So the MGM library is in, in Warner's hands. Okay. So that's actually not too bad then. 
Well, but then you have all the video well, games. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of <laughs> shit. Atari, Nintendo, there, blah, 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 There blah. is so much stuff in there. That's the biggest problem here, you know, is that you can get one or two companies that have a huge number of properties that could cover a bunch of it. But, I mean, then you've got the Monty Python movies get thrown in at one point. Yeah. You've got... Uh, I'm just thinking of the the point where he's playing Pac-Man. Well, but um, at the same time, you know, you have to cut this movie down to a reasonable amount of time. And that's there my other fear. Can do, yeah. You cut it down to a quote-unquote reasonable amount of time and you gut the story and just turn it into this action flick. Well, know. I mean, what I always kind of envisioned when I was reading the book was uh, what happened to the, run- to the Running Man. So the Running Man... The book was written by Stephen King under the name Richard Bachman, but the Running Man book take place over took place over thirty days, and it was all across the country. And then you watch the movie, and you know it's like three hours, and it's just in this little zone of Sub Zero. Now, now Plane Zero. Now Plane Zero. <laughs> yeah, I I I love that movie so much. That's yeah. still that's one of my all time faves. God, I love that movie. It is great. <laughs> uh, it, it is the one of the pen, pentamolet uh, or pentulminate, uh, whatever the word is. I can't penultimate. Yeah, penultimate. Uh, Schwarzenegger films. It's just it's so far up there with like Total Recall and and the Terminator yeah. flicks and everything else for me. I just God, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, when I was reading the book and, and we'd already known that they were trying to turn it into a movie and everything else, I kind of saw it as that where they were going to either have to cut a lot of it out. And a lot of the character development out, and it would become some kind of a. Uh, did you ever see the Colin Farrell remake of Total Recall? No. I kind of see Ready Player One as being kind of that pace, and it doesn't make me very happy. I agree with you. I don't think that this would be very easy to turn into a meaningful movie. Uh, I could see maybe, like you said, doing kind of uh, like a mini series or doing something on HBO like Band of Brothers and do it in ten episodes, that sort of thing. That would be awesome. Which that would be amazing. Right would be but perfect. I don't know if there's enough audience to make it worth it for HBO. See, but that's the thing. If if you look at what's in here, because uh, look at look at culture right now. Look at what we have going on with the Marvel movies doing billions of dollars in business with. Comic-Con breaking ridiculous attendance records. I mean, geek culture is the thing right now. Even shitty um, – uh, what's that <laughs> shitty nerd sitcom that Oh, it was sucks? just on tonight too. Uh, the, the Theory, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, the, God, I hate that show. Yeah. Like the, the worst blackface step and fetch it of like – nerd culture you know it's it's an insult to to nerds and geeks basically um but i mean that's a monster show it's gigantic so i think a movie like this because it's it's people like us people that have that grew up steeped in this stuff that are now in their 30s and 40s that are you know looking they're they're reliving that childhood they're they're looking back fondly at all this stuff like we're the target audience and as you can see it's it's people like us that are now in positions of power all over the place like the Edgar Wrights and the Simon Peggs and and all these guys that are just that grew up with all this stuff and we're all these nerds that can 
that have the power to do these things and make these cool ass movies and TV shows and books and, and they're huge now, you know? Yeah. So it, it could have a huge audience and like a mini series, like a 10 out, 10 episode thing on HBO would be amazing. And I think it would have a huge audience. I really do. I just don't think it can be done. I, I do not think they can get enough of the licenses to make it feel like the book felt, you know, it would just yeah. feel like a yeah. shell of what the book was. And that might be enough for all the millions of people out there that never read the book and are just seeing this for the first time. It's like, this is amazing, <laughs> you know, which could very well work. But at the same time, how many times do we actually see the movie being as good as the book? It's insanely rare. Well, you could probably count on one hand. But I'll come back to it j- just to throw it out there again. Game of Thrones, while it is, if you read the book and then see the show, it's it's an excellent retelling of it. I, they change things here and there. Obviously, it's a much smaller scale. Yeah. But if you've never read the book and you just watch it, it feels like this grand epic thing, this amazingly, like, like the people who never read the book. Oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) You know, because they, you mean all the people on my dick about watching it? Even though I said I was going to watch it? Fuckers. But it's that type of thing. Like I could see the same thing happening with ready player one. Like the people who never read the book would be like, "Ah!" and just freaking out and thinking it's the most amazing thing ever. The people that read the book would be like, it's cool, but you know, they really missed out on a lot of stuff. But like game of Thrones, they didn't really miss out on a lot of stuff. I mean, they did, they had to cut a lot of stuff out, but the, the meat of the story is there because they can tell it over, you know, 10 episodes. I, Ready Player One would need that sort of extended. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Maybe version maybe to make it the work. The problem is the studio might not let it go, but look yeah. into doing something like that, even a web series. But the problem is, then they won't have the budget. Yeah, you know, yeah. you need a budget for this. Although, with you know, even though you could tell it was all digital sets on the on the remake of V, I mean, pretty deep. and uh, uh, that sets going to be able to build physical i can't hear a word you're saying really for like that entire oh from v on i i you i heard like a little (laughs) good old hotel internet yes um but with whatever you said uh (laughs) (laughs) go fuck yourself personally uh because now you're back. Now that you've you've finished your tirade. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, Mama said knock you out. Um, I left my wallet and I was Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to Virginia and I can't wait to say that to my friend Tom. <laughs> I the, That entire summer, I stayed in Virginia that entire summer in college. And yeah. that, that video was on like every five minutes on MTV because they were still showing videos back then. Boy, um, you are old. Oh, yeah, wait, so that's how long ago it was. Uh, but every now and then, like for actually pretty much every time I see him, I look at him. I'm like, hey, Tom. He's like, what's up? I'm like, mom said, knock you out. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just used to do it to him constantly. We'd be talking about something entirely different. And I'd be like, hey, mom said, knock you out. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'll never forget. Hilden and I 
years ago got on this jag on i don't know if it was on the for i think it was on their forums when team fremont still had their forums and we got in this huge jag on uh uh, uh he list the news titles song titles <laughs> because john just despised them and we we would just go back and we we're like boy that really hit me like a hammer and they're like all right band because <laughs> Hilden and I both like Huey Lewis in the news um, and I still do um, suck it haters oh well I know what I was going to say about the digital sets I I was not so impressed with the B stuff it felt even lower budget it um, was lower but still I mean you can do a lot with a small budget nowadays oh, you can. that's what I'm trying to get you to you absolutely can yeah um, like and even look at some of these B movies we're getting nowadays. Yeah, uh, some of these movies are well, like the uh, the space uh, Nazi one. Space Nazis, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. trying to come up with. Whatever the uh, fuck that's called, Space Nazis from the Moon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. The the effects in that are amazing. Um, in terms of TV shows, uh, Sanctuary, which yeah. ran like four seasons on Sci-Fi. Um, Amanda Tapping and uh, whoever else that that was hit and miss. Like sometimes the digital sets were just painfully digital. Other times they were really seamless and they, they did a really, really good job with them. Uh, so, and, and this obviously it's the type of thing where you would need a ton of digital sets anyway, just because of the nature of it, especially when you're in the Oasis. You, you know that officially we, we are a production company. <laughs> I think we need to raise some funds and do this Everybody ourselves. get on Amazon now. <laughs> <laughs> buy every, buy your to, house on Amazon. <laughs> we need to go to Indie, Indiegogo right now and set something up. And oh, Minecart Productions LLC will uh, we'll, we'll do this project. Could you imagine? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, and then I we just, would be the ones that wouldn't do it right. And we'd exactly. be hated by everybody. I'd hate myself for doing it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. I. It's one of those things where, yeah, I tentatively love to see it be made, but I'm wary of the whole thing. And I just fear that it could never be done justice. Yeah. I, I just – that's my fear. I, I do not think that you could possibly get enough of the licenses I mean, to do it justice. I don't know. And I've lost you again. So I can't uh, hear you. <laughs> stupid thing. All right. Well, let's end. Yeah. I heard, I heard let's end it. Yeah. So you right. – you, Yeah. I all right. Can't. Well, yeah, we'll end it because obviously my I think all the drunks outside <laughs> probably came inside and got on to watch Netflix. Apparently, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm missing you. I'm missing almost everything you're saying. All right. Well, we'll end this then. So I'll go through the stuff and we'll get the hell out of here. All right. So we'll uh, we'll read the fourth email next week that we had. All right. Uh, so if you want to reach us, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. You can either join us on our forums at psnation.com or you can go over to psnation.com and hit the contact us section. So if you go to the main page at psnation.com, scroll down and you'll see that little PayPal icon actually. And you'll also see the contact us button. You'll also see the voicemail number, all kinds of cool stuff 
So if you want to leave us an email, you can do that either by hitting that Contact Us button or you can type it over to podcast at psnation.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call us on Skype at WDT-Torgo or you can leave us a voicemail on our regular line, which is 408-657-VITA. That's 408-657-8482. And since I'll be in an apartment next week, we should be able to start using voicemails when we start getting them. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out our Facebook group over at Facebook. Just type in PS Nation in the search, and you'll find the group and the page. So go join the group and then like the page. By the way, we are over 500 likes, so that's pretty sweet. I don't know if Josh heard that or not. You can also find us. <laughs> I heard that. Okay. You can find us on Stitcher. If you like Stitcher uh, for streaming all your podcasts, you can hit Stitcher up. Go to the video game section. You can add us there. Add us to your playlist and stuff and junk. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. You can find all of Josh's rantings and ravings over at PJF Josh, or you can find our main account at PS Nation. Uh, don't forget Retroids.com and the podcast network over there that we are a part of. Uh, and like I said, you can find us at PSNation.com as well. If you want to help us out financially, it's very easy to do. You don't even need to do the PayPal thing. You can um, either go over to AudiblePodcast.com slash PSNation and uh, sign up for the free trial, which gives you access to over 150,000 audiobooks. And uh, with the trial that we have over at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, uh, you get to keep one of the books that you choose, even if you don't stick around for the full 14 days. So helps us out no matter what, and it helps you out, and it helps Audible somehow uh, with advertising and such. Uh, you can also help us even more if you go over to psnation.com, hit that affiliate links section, which you'll see on the left side of the screen. You don't even have to scroll anywhere. It'll be right there at the left side of the screen. And uh, we have links for all different types of stores like Tiger Direct. Uh, I was looking at Bass Pro Shops. Somebody actually asked us to do Bass Pro Shops. Uh, I was looking into it, and it, their form like got all fucked up and wouldn't do it, so I'm going to try it again later. Uh, but we've got uh, like Walmart. We've got uh, Tiger Direct at Canada. Uh, we've got GameStop, and of course, the ones that help us out the most, we've got uh, Amazon.com links for like seven different countries. So the cool thing is any of these links. So if you're going to go shop at one of these stores, just go to our affiliate link section, hit that link. doesn't change anything for you. It's the same pricing. It's the same experience. But when you buy something after you click that link, we get a little piece of the action, and that helps us keep the lights on, keep the servers up and running, uh, upgrade our forum software, all kinds of cool stuff. And again, thanks to Carl Slowinski for throwing us the money for the forums, by the way. So uh, that's about it. Josh, can you hear me? Yes. Do you have anything else? No. All right. Well, next week, <laughs> hopefully I'll finally be able to play some games this week. I don't know with this internet. I probably won't be able to. But uh, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully Josh will be able to talk about that Gundam, what, that Gundam Dynasty Warriors freak uh, out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> So until next week, get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Love you guys. Just recently, I looked myself up on Wikipedia. Yeah, because I don't masturbate all the time. Occasionally, occasionally I use the internet for good. And I know everybody, I mentioned Wikipedia earlier. I know everybody is familiar with Wikipedia in the room, right? If you're not, what it is, is it's the online encyclopedia. And it's huge, Wikipedia. There's so much information on it. It's massive. And the other cool thing about it is anybody can edit it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're an expert about a particular topic, you can go on Wikipedia and start some shit. 
say you're a Civil War buff, you know all about the Battle of Antietam, or you know that Abraham Lincoln had a fake leg and he used to fill it full of whiskey and everybody called him President Whiskey Leg. You can type that shit in there. And some kid's going to get an F on his report. Because as far as I know, that shit ain't true. You just provided him with some shitty info. Or shinfo, as my friends like to call it. Now, there was some shinfo on my page, the Brian Pesane page. I went and looked up myself, and uh, it was really nice. It was mostly complimentary. It was about, you know, how long I'd been doing comedy and, and what movies I'd been in, and they were nice and heavy metal and blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom, the most recent edit was by somebody who clearly hates me. Because they wrote, his freakish looks and shameless climbing got him where he is today. And I was like, that's brutal. So I did my own edit, and I wrote, his penis tastes like gummy bears and cures the blues. <laughs> Who doesn't like gummy bears, right? <laughs> no one. And nobody's going to fact check that. Like, that doesn't taste like gummy bears at all. Ugh, why'd I try it again? <laughs> this job sucks. Strangely, I no longer have the blues. 